Ack, 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 that was the unionfitness.com ad read. Did you guys buy it? Absolutely. 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 Right. Uh, we are broadcasting live today from the Union Fitness Studios located on the North Shore of Pittsburgh. Union Fitness is more than a traditional gym. It's a place where you transform yourself inside and out ack, ack, with a variety of classes based around fitness, yoga, strength, and performance training. A union fitness they believe is their duty is to hold themselves and their clients to a higher standard, like Mars, for example. They practice what they preach, and they blast all the humans, even though they say they've come in peace. Um, if you'd like a consultation, go to unionfitness.com today and sign up. Uh, through union, there is world domination. Dun, dun, dun. Ack, 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 ack. Uh, not trying to be distracting from the greatness of Mars Attacks, but Josh, could you quickly tell me what it was like to see a sporting event in person? Well, Justin was with me. Indeed. And, um, awesome. It was pretty great. It was yeah. pretty great. It was odd, but awesome at the same time. And the, and they beat the Flyers. The Penguins beat the Flyers. Mm -hmm. The first game, people were allowed back in the building. It We were talking Ugh. about this briefly before the show, and it was, uh, we were saying that after a while, it did start to feel a little bit like work. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you're you just, at an event, you can just kind of sit back and relax and let the crowd do all the work. But when there's only 2,800 people there in the and iceberg second and, puts out the call. Yeah. In the second and third period, we're really like trying to keep mm -hmm. the yells going and get mm -hmm. the players into it and amped up. And uh, I'm surprised I have a voice today. So am I. Yeah. I did yeah. a little yelling yesterday. We really the whole time we got after it. But uh, yeah, it was it was crazy different. A lot of stuff was closed at the arena. A lot of people. Yep. yep. Tr trying to figure it out. But uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a blast. Uh, Jason, I saw my good friend Guy Junker and apparently uh, I walked up to him and like he was like on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, realize. the camera guy's like, he's like, get out of the way, guy. What are you doing? So, like, uh, we were on the news last night, I guess. My mom texted me. She's like, you guys are on the news interrupting Guy Junker. And I'm like, good. That's my friend, Guy Junker. Guy was having it. He's like, oh, hey. He's like, hey, what's up? Where's Brody? That yeah. was what he said. He wanted to know where Brody was. So, my dog is more popular than I am, as if you didn't already know that. Um, The movie we watched this week. Come on. Your pick. Your pick the this week. Best. Yeah. Um, man, okay, so this guy I saw, you know, you always send me the lists of uh of uh things coming on and off Netflix. Okay. And um I was like, okay, Mars Attacks. I need to like sit down and rewatch this. Then I watched it and realized I had never seen it. Really? I really? guess I had never seen it. What did you watch that you thought Max? Is the quiz no the question? No clue. No clue. Um, <laughs> what are you confused? I think I probably just every <laughs> fucking week there's something. Like <laughs> <laughs> every week uh, it's something with this. I thought guy. I was watching Forrest Gump, but it was actually Mars Attacks. It was Mars Attacks yeah. the whole time. Whoops. I don't know. Um, I think uh, I think. I knew about it and had seen clips, Okay. but I don't know that I had ever seen the whole movie because I kept waiting for that moment where like something was familiar and it never came. <laughs> so. Well, all right. Hot take then. What did you think? That was fucking awesome. Okay. <laughs> what a weirdly delightful movie. That, oh. was my, that was my opinion of it. 
I can't believe that. It's so funny. You yeah. picked the movie you thought you had seen and then you didn't. Well, uh. are you surprised? No, Zach's not, not. I'm not. Zach's no. not surprised. I at am all. and I am not. Yeah. I suppose. But okay, loved it. Loved it. Couldn't wear it. And Zach, you had seen it before, right? You're familiar. Yeah, I had watched it like within the last couple of weeks. So. Oh, before he even announced that we were watching this. On yeah, the show. I think I watched it like that week or the week before. So. Oh, okay. And that was the first time you saw it, or no? No, 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 no. Many times. Big okay. Mars Attacks guy. Nice. I think it's it's hard not to be. And I watched, like, you know, it's kind of like um, after your team wins uh the big the big championship game, you want to consume like all the highlights, all the post game coverage, all that kind of stuff, because you want to. And when I went on the internet to do that. After watching Mars Attacks, everyone's like, this movie's terrible. Like, Independence Day is so much better. I'm like, what does Independence Day have to do with Mars Attacks? Well, they came out in the same year. Okay. And they're about aliens taking over, but vastly on way other ends of the spectrum. I bet he watched Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh. Backdoor Sluts 9, is it? (laughs) Earth Girls Sluts 9 or Um, something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they so, came out the same year, so and one was a gigantic success commercially, yes. and sort of a beloved film all these years right. later. And then Mars Attacks was much more of a cult classic, B movie style, a beloved film all these years later. Yeah, I don't have a good finger on the pulse of the zeitgeist and how it feels about Mars Attacks. It's a cult classic for sure, but I'm we talked about this last week too. Like, is it a is it a movie that everyone actually loves, or that just like not enough people have seen? You know, because it feels like it is something that is part of culture mars attacks but as we get older maybe maybe less and less and less so i suppose i guess i don't know i um i thoroughly enjoyed it though as far as like goofy weird movie to just kind of like sit down comatose and enjoy and like just i don't know man like i thought it was a lot of fun so um yeah i i did not have no Because we did this last time we did a Tim Burton film, and I don't think it cracks my Tim Burton top five, but it's it's certainly six. It's You know what's crazy about this movie is that it's a Tim Burton movie, right? But this one almost stands alone among Tim Burton's. Like, it's so Tim Burton-y. Like, it's on right. another level from all his other well, stuff. Well, let me, let me run a hot take by you guys. Okay. Let's go. I believe this this movie is a uh, a combination of two things, okay? And I wrote it down, so hang on, let me get it. I wrote both well, of them down. I, I wrote both forget. of them down. Um, <laughs> tits and ass. Tits and ass. Uh, one, Warner Brothers greenlighting anything that Tim Burton wanted to do and crossing their fingers it would that they could milk it forever, right? Like that's the titties. Oh yeah, he had done Batman, Beetlejuice. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. I mean, he had really hit home runs oh, yeah. up to this point. They're like, whatever you want, dude. Right. Yep. But I believe it is that exact string of success <laughs> from 85 to 94 that Tim Burton felt like he was being put in a box and not allowed to be as weird as he wanted to be. Oh. And then he was like, I'm going to do a movie based on a trading card series and it's going to be so weird and no one's going to get it. Yeah. And that's Mars Attacks. Boom. Because then he goes right back to hits. Sleepy Hollow's the next movie. Did you guys ever see Ed Wood? No. Yeah, I love Ed Wood. Okay, because I don't. I think he made this in sort of the style of the movies Ed Wood used to make, yeah. right? Those really terrible B movies from the fifties. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, <clears throat> have you seen Ed Wood? I have not seen Ed Wood as much as I love Johnny Depp. It's 
it's real. It's one of my favorite Tim Burton movies, if not like in my top ten, because it's so strange. Like it's it's shot in black and white. Mm-hmm. It's about the making of Plan Nine from Outer Space, but uh, it's like you know biographical, obviously, but they like really dig in on like uh, like the later years of Bela Lugosi in it, mm-hmm. and like at one point this is like just a part of something I learned like from the movie, but. He was like such a junkie towards the end where he would just like shoot morphine to like get high. Bella would go see. Yeah, it was like morphine and embalming fluid. Like he what? would mix it in. Oh my God. Yeah. What a cocktail. Yeah, but Edward is Edward's Hemingway fantastic. would blush. <laughs> <laughs> Bella Lugosi, who famously played um, Dracula. Yeah, Dracula in the in the original Universal movies. But um wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, when the thing about Mars attacks is when I first watched it as a kid, the only other time I watched it, I was probably 10 or 11 years old. I didn't really get it at the time. Like, I think I didn't really know who any of the actors were. The aliens were just kind of weirding me out. Like, the plot, I just, I wasn't really in, into it. But now going back and watching it, I can fully appreciate that oh, side yeah. of it where yeah. it's just like they're leaning so hard into the cheese of it. And like, that's the style that they're going for. Like, it's not poorly made because they are terrible at their jobs. Like, that's exactly what they were going what for. What they were going for. Yeah. And, I also think in 2021, with the imminent alien abduction arrival happening as the government continues to say, yes, there are aliens, there's UFOs, this is exactly how this shit's going to go down. (laughs) I hope not, for our sake. Yeah, no offense, Zach, but some vegan's going to show up and release a dove as a sign of peace. They're going to take it as a sign of war, and then it's just downhill from there. Tales all this time. And that, like... (laughs) and that the aliens will be able to get into the white house dressed as a hooker fucking the press secretary (laughs) that was the most believable part of the whole fucking movie (laughs) well uh, even more so if if aliens do you know ruin humanity like i would expect martin short to be responsible in some regard yes exactly fucking awful actor exactly i love how he just knocks on the door of the white house and the guy's like like, oh yeah come on in barry (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah sure Sneak out. Come on right in. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's, it is Mars Attacks is a movie with Mystery Science Theater 3000 or 5000 commentary turned on. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Like, instead of whatever the actual dialogue was supposed to be, mm-hmm. it's the dialogue they're making up for the movie. It's just already in the movie. Like, that's, that's essentially what Mars Attacks is. It's yeah. like also the only Tim Burton movie that isn't like overly dark. Like, yeah. Even it's like kind of style fun. wise, like no. I feel like Sleepy Hollow. Uh, oh man, Sleepy Hollow, Edward the, Scissorhands, Edward Charlie Scissor the Chocolate Hands. Factory, yeah. all deep, scary. Yeah, they and they all have that like I think you're talking like the look of it too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, like they all have those muted colors and Sweeney it's like desaturated. Todd. Oh yeah, yeah. Although Edward Scissorhands is sort of uh, vibrant in like yeah. the world that she lives in, the Avon lady and everything. True. Of course, his world's like real black and white, but True. yeah, Edward's or not Edward Scissorhands. Tim Burton does have his. Very yeah. distinct visual style. Yeah. Well, all the Batman movies are right. Everything's wet. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> every street is wet. The building's wet. It's always raining. Yeah. It's always dark. Like yeah, dark and moody for sure. Yeah. Even Dumbo recently, and all the, yeah. all the dark shadows, everything. But uh, yeah, this was this was definitely it's a unique standalone Tim Burton movie. Yeah, which is hard to say, hard to do. I don't think I don't know if there's any other single one that really just like stylistically and like everything about it just seems to stand out from the yeah. rest. No, I agree. Um, the topics we're going to get into today. 
our favorite moments, better or worse than, but this one's specifically better or worse than other film aliens. So you'll see the movie poster, but we're talking about the aliens in the movie, not the movie itself. Oh, interesting. This movie's hard to compare to just about anything. You Agreed. know what I mean? It's yeah. so bizarre and, and poking fun at itself. Uh, 2021 songs that would make aliens heads blow up. We all brought about three or some to bring to the table. Um, Justin has a couple of clips of also some terrible CGI um, to share there with us. And then we're bringing back a segment we did for the Family Stone because I just think every Sarah Jessica Parker movie we're going to do this thing. Um, 1996, then and now. So we have a list of movies, and we're going to talk about if they were made now, how would they get made, would they be made, who would need to be in them, that kind of thing. Then we're polishing it off with the longest overrated, underrated segment in the history of thoughts from the movies because – the cast, let's just kick it off. Favorite moments. Watching the movie and being like, oh, him. Oh, hey, they're in this. Oh, hey, look at that. It's, like, that's got to be one of them. It's extensive. It's And it's people who are even in it for only, like, a scene, you know? Like, Danny oh, yeah. DeVito has a Two minute scenes. and a half of screen time. And it's yeah. awesome. And it's just, that's there's so many characters like that. Like, it's just a list of cameos goes on and on and on. That was definitely a pleasant surprise. But especially because... It was A-list cameos, right? And oh, like yeah. even, even the people in the, the supporting and lead roles were all A-listers, but just the whole cast overall. I can't think of too many films that have so many A-list names in them in so many roles. Even, you know, given that it was 96 and it's not the way that we see people now. Like Sarah Jessica Parker right. at the time, I don't think was like... I mean, Hocus Pocus probably had come out before then. Hocus Pocus that might have been late 90s. Sex in the City, maybe not. No, Sex in the City, I think, was like... 99 to 2001 or something like that. That sounds right. I had no idea Sarah Jessica Parker was in Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah she's, she's the, the hot witch. There it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but she is. It's true, she though. is. Yeah. There's no the doubt. The blonde one. Yep. Yeah, the Sanderson sister. Um, Zach, what was your favorite moment? Um, Every moment with Jack Nicholson as like the Dale Earnhardt looking character. <laughs> That's my favorite. And when Byron tries to peace. get like the day off and his pit boss is like, no. Yeah. And Tom Jones. Yeah. All, all of Tom, Tom Jones. Jones. And yeah. like, what a weird, why Tom Jones? I know. Yeah. He, I thought he was just going to do where he's singing, but then he like goes with them. Too. Yeah. It's like, oh, Tom, Tom Jones, Jones can fly a plane. Movie. Yeah. He's, he's still in the movie. <laughs> he's still doing it. Go <laughs> Tom Jones. The Jack Nicholson thing was definitely a head turner because I mean, for if anyone hasn't seen it, Mars Attacks is pretty, pretty simple. Jack Nicholson plays the president and these comical aliens come to earth. They try to make friends with them and then all hell breaks loose and the aliens start killing everybody. And right. it's like in the craziest, cheesiest, funnest way possible. Right. Um, but Jack Nicholson, for some reason, not only does he play the president of the United States, mm -hmm. but he plays a Las Vegas casino owner who's like a real dallas texas cowboy or something who's like we're a partner we're gonna make this casino and everyone's gonna come to it like I, he's wearing a wig and a cowboy hat and everything it's it's so random but it's so awesome like he is so funny in it but i have no idea I why saw, i saw a thing on the internet it was like he showed up blind drunk to set one day and tim burton's like just roll just go <laughs> just go yeah give him the like when he lifts the hat off and the wig's attached to the hat <laughs> it's just a dumb little bit it's so good uh, uh yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Okay. Um, no, you. Some things off the bat. First off, when 
the fact that um, Natalie Portman is just Lydia Dietz, but in the White House. She's got like the black drapes over her bed. Fair. And then, yeah. and then they roll the pizza in on the silver platter. I would like somebody to serve pizza to me that way. I just saying like thousandth episode of Buy the Slice. Can we do that? That would be great. Ding. Um, uh, also, there's a cameo. Natalie Portman's in yeah, it. Just, she, this is yeah. before Phantom Menace. Okay. But Leon the Professional had come out before this, which is what really put her on the map as a, as a very young kid. Right. 12 or 13. So right. she, was, she was someone who was known at the time. Also in the background of this movie. The grandma is the agent from Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she pets the dead cat. Right. I chuckled very hard. <laughs> very hard at that. Yeah. I think she died after this this movie. Rest oh, wow. In peace. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, 25 years ago. Today. But, but still. I'm trying to – I'm just reading my notes here. Because, there. I mean, there's so many amazing little – it made the international sign for Donut – um yeah when jim brown says <laughs> come on man you know i'm not like that anymore i met Allah and i don't eat pork i'm a better man <laughs> <laughs> yeah so wait his his character's thing was he was a heavyweight champion with boxing yeah who ended up as uh playing some egyptian dude yeah. in vegas yeah I, yep. I i missed how that connection happened i don't know either how he ended up as just dressed as like the casino right joker or whatever when um jack nicholson <laughs> when jack nicholson won't sign the 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 nuke thing the first time and he goes i want the people to know they still have two branches of the government working for them and two out of three ain't bad <laughs> <laughs> there's so many jokes in this movie that are like way too relevant <laughs> like yeah. all these years later i'm like oh man that's one of my favorites um I forgot Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah, as the reporter. Yeah. And then I'm just looking at the IMDb now. Ray J's in this fucking movie? Yeah. He's Ray J. Is he one of the kids? I think so. Probably. He's got to be one of those two kids. Yeah. Too. One of Byron's kids. Hashtag hit it first. Pierce, did you guys, what do you think about Pierce Brosnan as the smarmy doctor? Because I think this was the year after Goldeneye came out. Yeah, so he was, he was like recently bonded. So he was like spoofing himself. Right. Like where he's the suave doctor, but he's also insanely hammy right. about it. Right, right. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond. I don't care if he's the best James Bond. He's my James Bond. Um, I loved it. I don't, I love the whole thing. Yeah. It was like, as I was watching it, there was like, I'm writing a lot of notes. And then at the 50 minute mark, I was like, oh, all this was set up for a wacky invasion 30 minute finale. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the whole tourist bit, <laughs> like changing Mount Rushmore yeah, and yeah, like yeah. they blow up the... Taj Mahal and they're like taking pictures like the whole fucking thing right. is just like it's so silly it's so dumb it's so good though it's so good yeah though in the whole like the way they translate the aliens and everything with the box you know, yeah like oh yeah I made this ready to go and right smacking it and they're trying to translate I mean everything about it is when they playing into when just, they yeah. huff the uh the the nuclear bomb <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just uh, the whole fucking thing. Uh, do you think that Jack Nicholson's character mm -hmm. was where Michael Keaton got the inspiration for Beetlejuice, or was it vice versa? I don't know which one came out first. Now that I'm thinking I think about Beetlejuice it, Beetlejuice came out. First. I, I would say okay, Beetlejuice right. came out first. Yeah. So Jack Nicholson's just doing a Michael Keaton impression. Uh, maybe, but you know what about Jack Nicholson being the president? He is awesome as the president, yes. even though he's like jokingly playing the president right. and he never, he never really played like a presidential role in it. And Jack Nicholson, 
insanely funny in this one. But, like, really, obviously, dry, like, dry humor. Jack but. Nicholson, as all of us are aware, as big fans of Anger Management, the movie. Shout out. Is underrated comedy actor. Oh, yeah. Underrated. Big he time. is fuck those eyebrows alone are fucking and hilarious. The teeth that grin. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, man, I the whole fucking thing. I'm just like looking now through my notes again. Um yeah, I think yeah. I hit all my major. No, you got I mean, Oh, when the grenade at the end when he throws the grenade in but it was just a snow globe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Martian snow globe. Right. She can laugh it through. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, do you know what the translation, uh, was at the beginning? Translation for what? Where it was like, uh, skin of green, yada yada yada, and it was like something swayed at the end. It's like the first translation they get from the aliens. No. So if you take it and you swap out, like, if you anticipate translation errors, right? Because you know, anytime you translate from one language to another, there's things that don't. It's saying that the aliens um, put man on the planet Earth to farm them, and they are now here to reap the rewards. What? Yeah. That's I'm essentially. I'm not sure that's not true. No, it's like, hang on. No, but I mean in like real life. Oh, right. Like, I'm right. not sure that's inaccurate. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Um, to farm them? What do you mean farm them? Hang on, like let me li- like let me pull the whole thing up. Yeah, human livestock. Yeah, yeah. But they just kill everyone in the movie. They just zap them and they all disintegrate. Well, so they don't, they don't do they anything. They don't kill with them. like Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, what was up with that? Like they kidnapped the Chihuahua and this random journalist and then swapped their heads on each other's body. Yeah. For some unknown reason, and then Pierce Brosnan they kidnap just to keep his head. Yes. Even though the rest of his body is a wall, mm-hmm. so it's totally random, but. Makes it fun when they're like, the ship's exploding and both of their heads are rolling on the floor together. And he's like, I loved you from the moment I saw you or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to find. What they said? Yeah. I don't um, know. Where did you read it before? It was on a, a YouTube video. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. It, but sure. It translates like. That, like, they put them on Earth because they say, like, so uh, we will reap them like wheat or something in the translation. It's dark, man. That's very dark. Well, That's way too dark for this movie. It's still Tim Burton. We're here to reap what we've sowed. It's still Tim okay. Burton. Um, all right. Cool. So. Yeah. Very fun all around. The humor, the writing, yeah, the, perfor- the acting of all the characters was just awesome. Th- this was you could tell this was a movie where everyone took it cuz they knew they would have a ton of fun. Yeah. playing the role. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Michael J. Fox being a douchebag in something. Oh yeah. Brand new for him. <laughs> Brand new for him. <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone really leaned into it, which was great. Yeah. Um all right. Better or worse than. Remember, we are comparing the aliens in the movies to the Mars attacks Martians. Um so First place to start, the Xenomorphs and Alien. Better or worse than Mars Attacks? The Xenomorph, are we talking like fear factor or just like design of the alien? Or what are we talking here? Uh, it's a good question. I would say a little bit of everything. I know that's probably not a great answer, but you know what I mean? Like it's 
take it all into account. Like, the xenomorphs aren't funny. No, they're certainly scarier. Yeah. And, they, you know, the Mars Attacks aliens are definitely funnier and cheesier, yeah. I guess, playing into that. Um, what are the weapons of the xenomorphs? I can't remember. Do they just eat you? Their like, head opens up, and then there's another head inside. Right, but they don't have any, like... No, I think they're just physical tools. Right. I don't think they have any kind of weapon or weapon. I haven't seen all the alien movies, but it, it, I don't know what kind of tech they have. It seems like the aliens of Mars Attacks have the better tech. That's true. That is true. the guns and the spaceships and yep. the head separation. I'm going Mars Attacks aliens. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. Fuck Mars you, xenomorphs. Aliens. I would... <clears throat> I would go aliens. Okay. Just like they're so fucking cool looking. They are cool looking. Like but... the Mars Attacks aliens are fun and cool, but <clears throat> the alien aliens are fucking like here's, iconic. Here's the difference, okay? As far as Zeitgeist goes, uh, if you watch the Instagram teaser, I have a Mars Attacks holographic sticker of the Martian. You could not get that of a xenomorph. But you could get a very cool spray-painted 90s t-shirt of a xenomorph that looks like... You know how there's, like, the classic, like, the moon howling at the wolf? But, like, of a xenomorph. Okay. That's the difference to me. Do you want the cool sticker or do you want, like, this really bizarre acid-washed green shirt with a xenomorph howling at a moon? Yeah. I like the movie Alien better for sure. But in terms of the alien characters, eh. There's something fun about some trolls landing on Earth. <laughs> yeah. Just like, no, like when France thinks they've made friends. <laughs> He's like, get out of there. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you giving it to? That's France for you, though. I'm, yeah. I've got, uh, I've got the Mars Attacks aliens. Okay. Uh, the next one is the tougher draw for me. Coneheads versus Mars Attacks aliens. I have not seen Coneheads. Isn't Adam Sandler in Coneheads? Yes, nice. briefly. As the boyfriend who goes to pick up the daughter. Oh, yeah. Yep. I recently watched Coneheads for the first time. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to hate this movie. Nope. It's, it's Dan so Aykroyd. funny. It's Dan it's Aykroyd so and uh, funny. Jane Curtin, There's I think, There's so many is people in it. Yeah. There's so many people in it. Yep. Alien-wise, though, Mars Attacks. Okay. Mars attack. I, I think I got to go the other way because at this point I'm just going comedy for comedy and the cone heads are fucking funnier to me. Okay. I love the cone heads. The cone heads are aliens and, yeah. but they're just living among people. Yeah. And they have heads shaped like cones. And then they say they're European. That's why they look that way. Do they have giant brains in their. Uh, yeah. They're heads? like superior intelligence and yeah. How do you not know the cone heads? I just, it, I don't know. Something about this poster makes me not want to watch the movie. It's Dan Aykroyd. No, I, I agree, but I promise you it's absolutely <laughs> oh, hilarious. It's the best. It's Why the do, best. What do the Coneheads do that they are on Earth? Suck spark plugs. True. What? No, they're like, True. he like fucks up and they're like, they can't get back home. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. He's not into it. Um, Coneheads to me. Zach's taking Martians from Mars Attacks. Did anybody see District 9? I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I have not seen District 9. Uh, District 9 aliens compared to the Mars. The Mars Attacks ones are just way more fun and cool in every way. The District 9 aliens aren't exactly. It's more the story of the District 9 aliens that's uh, cooler mm. because the story of District 9 is the spaceship comes to South Africa 
and the humans find that it's like poor, impoverished, sick aliens, and they put them in these slums. So they have like rounded up the aliens and like kept them in this slum part of town. And then uh, like a human accidentally comes into contact with one and he starts turning into an alien and like helps them oh, escape. That's cool. But it's it's actually it's a fucking awesome movie. But the aliens themselves are like they're kind of xenomorph esque, I guess. Yeah. You know, they're they're definitely like or predator esque. There's something along that vein. Um, okay. They don't have anything iconic about them at all. No. I'd give it to the Mars Attacks ones, but I the story of District Nine is way better, and that's a super unique alien movie. I recommend highly to anyone. I saw it at the drive-in, and unless you would have said what you just said, I would have had no idea what it was about. But I just remember it being like slummy, and then was the other movie like Choppy or Chippy? Chappy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Same director. With, that was his third movie. With yeah. the ant word in it. Yeah. Is with Chappy. Isn't it like a spinoff? Isn't like Chappy like in District Nine? He's no, a robot. no, yeah, it's just the same director, and like stylistically, there's a lot of similarities. South Africa, and yeah, yeah, but uh, um, I'm going Mars Attacks Martians, though. Okay, nice, cool, cool, cool. Um, we covered this movie on Thoughts from the Movies. We all know how I feel about him. Bone Home, E.T. or the Mars Attacks Martians. E.T. Hundred percent. Spielberg. Mars Attacks. What? E. What? Stop trying to be cool. No, I E.T. Uh, like scarred me as a child. Oh yeah, that I agree with for sure. Like when they came in the suits and took E.T. away, like yeah. I would have like a panic attack. Yeah, and like I can't fuck with E.T. Okay, I, I don't like the I movie can't. E.T. I it definitely, you you were very much against it. It freaks me out. Well, we like, watched he's it. He's running in the woods and he's like e. Like it's, it, the whole movie freaks me out. But in terms of oh, like buddy. the icon, to, you can't just you can't. It's one of my favorites. I can't pick Still against E.T. Always yeah. will be. And I, I'm sure I'm sure you guys know this, and I feel like a lot of people know it now. But the E.T. Martians are in Star Wars. Yes. In yeah. The Senate, we, so. Yeah, that was on the show. Yep. Shout yeah. out. Shout out the Senate. Shout out the Galactic Senate. Yeah. Yes. Before <laughs> you guys fucked it all up because yeah. you let Darth Jar Jar swage you into no, Palpatine's don't even, don't power. Even get into that crap again. He is a Sith. I'm not against it. Doesn't make That's any right. Sense. That's right. Um, Shout out Phantom Menace, by the way. I love it forever. It's fuck great. Phantom Menace. It's great. Um, Did you say fuck the Phantom Menace? Yes, sir. Which which of the uh, prequels is your favorite? Um. Attacking the clones, I've been. I seriously, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Uh, okay. Yeah. I well, we did a show on Phantom Menace, and it was. It, but I have my I fun. have my theory that Sith Rogue One a new. Sorry, I said the slot. He thinks that Rogue. Yeah, he thinks Rogue One is like the best Star Wars movie. It ever. might it be. Is. It might what? be. It is. No. It's definitely. I'm not on that train. It's definitely the best one in the last ten years. Well, that's not saying much. Well, that, I mean, that might be true. Yeah. But of the Star Wars. But, like, know. I think the best trilogy is Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, A New Hope. It tells the best story across three movies. It's the, it is the t- tale of Darth Vader across that, that arc. It's the best. I don't remember a single goddamn thing from Rogue One, except the Vader scene at the end, which they I mean, put back in after the movie. So, although I will say, you know what I read recently? It's not exactly new, but I just read this. Hayden Christensen is going to be in the Obi Wan Kenobi yep. series. Yep. Darth yep. Vader. Yeah. Oh, how's that going to work? I don't know. Just I don't to care. Go on a brief little tangent here because it applies. Talking about Episode One, and we we talk yeah. about our dads sometimes. Yeah. Oh, well, on on uh, a, a different show. Uh, on a Great Depression, which you can catch Mondays at eight a.m. on all of your podcast feeds or YouTube. 
So on my 21st birthday, um, it was when Phantom Menace was re-released in 3D. And I went to Cinemark and Robinson to see it. And on the way there, my dad texted me happy birthday, but he spelled my name wrong. <gasps> and like, you named me and my, my name is like, he spelled it Z-A-C-K and it's Z-A-C-H. And it just sent me. So we went to Market District and we got 40s. And I got wasted, and I fell asleep within the first like five minutes of Phantom Menace. Because of a bad dad, that sucks. Shout out dad. Only only fun dad on the uh, show, Jimbo Fisher or Jimbo Luteran. Jimbo's there got enough go. to go around. Jimbo Luteran. Um, all right. How about the Independence Day aliens versus the Mars Attacks aliens? This is the this is the toughest one for me. I don't think it's going to be a little tougher, but I think. I rewatched Revenge. <laughs> Here we go. Last week, some of those CGI effects don't hold up either. <laughs> All that green screen. It's a lot of green screen. Yeah, there but is. But they're fighting in a volcano, which is cool. Um, I think that the movie Independence Day will persuade you to try to pick the Independence Day aliens. But what really is cool about the Independence Day aliens? They really aren't in the movie. The entire fucking face opens up and there's... Yeah. It's like that's their, that's the their armor alien or whatever. The real aliens on the inside. That outside is just a shell. That's the armor, man. Plus, <sighs> when the one wraps his tentacle around Data from fucking Star Trek... Yeah, and he's like talking through him. Yeah, like that's fucking hard. That is cool. They got that the, is cool. Plus, they got the weapons in this one. You know, the ship blows everything up. They got the better technology. Yeah, the spaceships are better. Yeah, Will Smith punches one in the face. I Welcome mean, it's, to Earth. <laughs> Independence Day aliens, uh, win for me. Okay, if Russell K existed in the Mars Attacks universe, he would have taken down the entire. Yeah. 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 It is kind of a bummer that the rednecks are just kind of worthless in the end in this movie. Yeah, and Independence Day, they they earn their they keep. They fuck. They earn their keep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. One of the oh best scenes God. in that movie. Maybe Mars Attacks, though, but the Independence Day aliens are so fucking cool for me. Okay. How about A Quiet Place? Stop it. Stop it. What? This is like sacrilege that this is even in here. But they're aliens. Yeah, but like, it's, it's no, no, we'll not even. <laughs> you won't dignify it. No, I, I'm sorry. Will you not dignify it on behalf of Mars Attacks or on behalf of a quiet place? I mean, Mars Attacks by. Okay, all right. Lightning. Okay, okay, okay. I just had to no make sure. Intended. I wasn't sure which one he was offended Could for. You imagine if I was like the aliens from a quiet place. Quiet place are fucking, fucking amazing. Fantastic. They can't do. They can't see, but they just hear. The Aliens, uh, A Quiet Place is infinitely better than Mars Attacks as a movie. I will say that for sure. But the Aliens play very little part in A Quiet Place other than the the idea or the threat of them, right? Yeah. They exist in the background until the climax of the movie when they come right. to the house. Or they're like sweeping through the screen to kill yeah. somebody. So the Mars Attacks Aliens have to win even though A Quiet Place is hands down the better movie. And because I do, they're in it more? I, yeah, and they're just like you see them, and they're fun. They're just they play up exactly what they're trying to play up, and they're they're a, a cultural icon, and they're fun and everything. But to play devil's advocate for a quiet place, that's still a really cool concept yep. with those aliens. Yep. So it's just I think it's more because they're not really in that movie all that much. I don't feel like they're okay. justified, but uh, they're certainly worth. I mean, it's worth talking about. See, more that's kind of how I feel about Independence Day. They're not really in the movie. It's more the so threat than threat of place. them. Yeah. 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 Are you going Mars Attacks over Quiet Place? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Have you seen A Quiet Place? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes You've yes, seen yes. A Quiet Place, right? Yeah. 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 Great Quiet, movie. Did Quiet Place two ever come out? Nah, September. I think now. It was wow, supposed to be last bummer. year, and then they pushed it a whole bunch of times, and now it's or it might be March now. I can't remember. I can't keep track of them. What's his everything. name? Kelly and Murphy. Killian Murphy? Yeah. Once I saw him with a beard, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be God level. Yeah. I've never seen this man with fucking facial hair in my life. Like, let's <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, they pick up right where the second or September the first one ended. 17th, yeah, 2021. September. There you go. And John Krasinski came back to oh, write he and direct it again. Mm-hmm. He directed the first one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. Shut that up. was the big, yeah, that was the big deal. It was like, oh, John Krasinski directed this, the guy from The Office. And that we was, uh, it wasn't the first movie that he directed, but uh, yeah, it was a big, big hit. And it's his kids. No. No? It's his wife. Emily I know it's Blunt. his wife. I thought it was his kids, too. No, Noah Jupe and, um, oh, I can't remember that actress' name. She's very talented, but they're, no, it's not okay. his, not his right. kids. Um, the Signs Aliens. Both easily defunct. One with music, one with water. <laughs> <laughs> Not unlike Mars Attack. Right. With the music. It's always the music. It's if the aliens music, show up, yeah. just quickly just start playing yeah. I- iTunes. Uh, is there an alien in Signs? I yeah. can't remember yeah. what happened. It shows up at the end, and then he smacks, wa- he smacks water on it. Yeah. I don't remember what it looks like Swing at all. Swing away, and then he... <laughs> Swing away. I think... Well. Okay, so hand up. Hand up. I'll be honest. When I... When I think of the signs aliens, I only now think of the scary movie version, and it's, uh, fuck. You should see who's naked gun. Uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen showing up and puts his finger in his mouth and he pees in his mouth. He's like, we pee out of our fingers. That's what I think of now <laughs> with the signs aliens. So like, it's not really fair, yeah. but you know what I mean. I uh, have such a love for signs. Same and scary movie three. Yes. It might overtake Mars Attacks. I'm here with you. I will get on this ship with you. We will sink, but I will get on this ship with you. I mean, Signs is so good. It's great. Probably the best M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, for sure. And then, like, I grew up with my grandparents, and, like, not a lot you can relate to with a guy in his 70s, but he also loves Scary Movie 3. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know... Like, me and my grandfather watched Scary Movie 3 oh, together man, that's hundreds awesome. of times, maybe. That's great. But I'm not sure that there's a better scene in the entirety of cinema than Ja Rule and Leslie Nielsen when, like, they're at the benefit for the Mother Teresa Award. And he's like, this one's got metal teeth. Jerry's oh, kid's my ass. Yeah. And then Ja Rule just comes out with the shotgun. It could be the greatest scene in any movie ever. Yeah. Yeah, but alien wise, I have to go Mars Attacks. Okay, all right. I love these fucking movies. I know. I need to rewatch Signs again. Signs I feel like, is really good. Isn't it great up until the end? I think it's it's like what Indiana Jones four. Like it's great until the aliens come out. Pretty much. Actually, a it's, lot of people until until a lot of they're like Indiana Jones four. Because yeah, like it's kind of fun. Because it's fun when all the news coverage and stuff, and there's this cool scene where they like walk between two houses, and it looked a lot like the carport that was attached to my house mm-hmm. when we were growing up. So like all the time, I would like be like, "There's a fucking alien that's about to walk yeah. up right now." But um, like it's fun like until you see them. Yeah, because I it's it was like scary. Like when it's got his hands under the yeah, door and it's trying it's to like, get in. It's very War of the Worlds where they're running around in the basement, and yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's definitely scary for a lot of. It's it. just kind of how they deal with them is water, and then you're like, oh, right, okay, yeah. Water? When you when the ending happens and you see them and everything, that sucks. But yeah, the rest of that is fine. You're like, if if the aliens knew that 
well, they could get killed by water. Why did they come to a planet that's ninety percent water? Right. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. Decision. No. Uh, I will say the aliens in Mars Attacks are better than the aliens in Signs. Although I'd probably watch Signs again before I'd watch Mars Attacks. All right. It took me like fifteen years to understand Signs. Yeah. Watching it over and over uh-huh. again to realize that like the sign is that like the girl like has the issue with the water so there's water all over the house yeah like it took me like years to put all the yeah pieces that's together why she's always leaving sense. yeah yeah and then once i like really got it i was like swing away george this is a mess meryl <laughs> yeah but it's george in scary movie three <laughs> yeah <laughs> swing away george shout out dirt nasty simon rex there it is all right the final two i think you're going to be a little bit tougher for us Transformers or Mars Attacks at Martians. That's a uh, Mars Attacks. I I don't even know if I'd say the Transformers are aliens. Like that's they a, are aliens. Uh, yeah, they're robots. <laughs> they you know? are aliens. They're robot aliens, they are, but they're more robots. They are them. aliens. Stop it, guys. <laughs> they're aliens. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> um, poor Josh. Uh, it's my controller. Let me play. <laughs> I tagged you. You're out. Oh, man. I will say Mars Sorry. Attacks Aliens because they're actually aliens, and I don't count the Transformers as aliens. Fuck you. Yeah, it's like a fucking Toyota Corolla. Like, it's not an <laughs> alien. <laughs> Fuck. All right. And then Sorry. the final Wait, one. Are you going to say Transformers Aliens? Yeah. You got to justify Absolutely. it. I mean, say it. Own it's it. fucking Transformers. They, were they crash and they have the best disguise. No one knows they're there. They're hiding in plain sight. They're having this fucking epic robot war on Earth. Megatron's the best bad guy ever. Optimus Prime's the only fucking leader. Shia LaBeouf's running around with hot Megan Fox. What's not to love about that movie and about those aliens? There's not aliens to me. They're aliens. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not buying that one. At the end, he's like sending. He's like, "We are at Earth. We are here, and we are waiting." There have been better aliens in disguise. That was a really good Optimus Prime, by the way. Though. That was real solid. Uh, Autobots, roll out. It's like a, like he's in the room. I know, seriously. Uncanny. Uh, no yeah, no, I know so they're hard. from another planet, but they're just not aliens to me. They're robots from space. Also, how cool is it, though, that they got the guy who did Optimus Prime in the cartoons to do the movie? Oh, hell yeah. It's just kind of like, mm, that's nice. Shout out uh, Peter Cullen. Yep. Nice. Shout uh, out. All right, fuck you guys. All right, here's the tough one. This then. is gonna be the tough here's one. Here's the tough one. Is it the coffee aliens in Men in Black or Mars Attacks? Oh. Let the war begin. I feel like they should be in the same movie, right? Right. Like, are they, aren't right. they not? Like, is there not a crossover? It cuts to the ship and it's like, yeah, hey, what are you guys doing? The Mars Attacks Men in Black crossover. Sony, can you get working on that? Yeah, please? really. You're watching. I want to give it to the Men in Black aliens. They're hilarious. I they just don't give a fuck. They do not care. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when they're in the ceiling hiding and he's like shaking. Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen aliens come to Earth and like try to take over the planet, right? Yeah. These aliens are just trying to like you know smoke a cig and yeah. go about their business. So <laughs> just working that they got that job that nine to five <laughs> just trying to get in, get out, punch the clock, just trying to make it past the hump. Yeah, they're trying not to get blasted by fucking K. You know. Yep, it's great. I'm going. I'm going. Men in Black Aliens. Men in Black Aliens. I am. If I had to pick a alien from Men in Black that I like more. Oh, okay. 
It would be Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub is a great alien. <laughs> He's a good alien. He's a great alien. He shoot his head off and grows back. That's fun. It's a fun party trick. What about Johnny Knoxville in the backpack with yeah. the, little, the head yeah, coming yeah, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. The second so, two Knoxvilles? Yes, yeah, that's, that's Men in Black 2, right? The second one, yeah. Yeah. My favorite scene from Men in Black 2 is when uh, they go to like David Cross's house to watch the video. And he's like, my mom's making pickle bites, but she has Parkinson's, so she puts a lot of cheese on them or whatever. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> and then uh, Will Smith, like, blasts them, and he's like, you're going to take her to a nice lobster dinner. You're oh, yeah, yeah. That's the only good part about the movie. Uh, I'm going I'm going Mars Attacks. What if, what if it was Frank? Frank the dog? The pug. talking dog. He's a pug. The talking pug? Yeah, pug is a dog. Yeah. No, because he's not my favorite talking dog. Okay. Who's your favorite talking dog? Uh, Tri- if you say triumph, I'll kiss you on the mouth. No. <laughs> no. The, uh, what's the insult dog from like... That's triumph! Oh, yeah. 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 Shout out. yeah. 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 Fuck he's yeah. the only guy that got the best of Eminem. I'm Conan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the only guy. This is fucking great. Um, I would say the men in black aliens are, are just... I don't That's a tough... It's so close. I think if you put into the fact that there's so many more aliens in Men in Black, like, let's not forget that Michael Jackson is an alien. We know that thanks to Men in Black. Um, And you and I love the fucking, the guy in the first one. Sugar water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking Mark Ruffalo. It's not sugar. Mark Ruffalo. It is. No. No, it's Vincent D'Onofrio from Whatever. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Suck my dick. Either one. Remember on A Great Depression this week when I asked you how many times you were wrong in a day? That's one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But still, the record stands. I only mess up, mess up That's white true. actors. That is true. That is true. White actors. All right. Um, woo, there we go. Topics. All right. Uh, before we take a, oh, maybe not a commercial break yet, but all right, 2021 songs that you would attempt to use to blow up aliens' heads because, of course, that would be the song that would blow up their heads. Um, I only, spoiler alert, I only have one song from okay. 2021. My other songs are from other the, years. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it doesn't yeah, really matter. But it's, yeah. the, I thought the question was, if aliens come in, in 2021, what song would you would be the one that would make their right, heads right, explode? Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay, go for it. Uh, my first one would be anything by Pitbull. Anything by Pitbull. <laughs> anything Not by the, Pitbull. There's no song anything by Pitbull. They but would embrace Pitbull, Pitbull as one of their own. Yeah. I think that's what would happen. <laughs> yeah, they they think Mr. Worldwide Mr. is Worldwide. Like the president. They'd be like, we gotta yeah. get this. We gotta get this. Yeah. Uh, um, I got one. Jay Chonic just threw it in the chat. This was on mine. I'm sure it's on all of yours. WAP. That was on that, mine. That, that was, was my one song from 2021. I mean, like, what yeah. ads? And then, poof. Yep. <laughs> that's got to be. That's the one 2021 song that I would probably put on there. Yeah. For sure. It's got to be WAP. That's fair. Yeah. What else you got? Um, That fucking Jeremy Renner song that you should Yes. <laughs> oh. Guys, I just, I just learned this. Jeremy Renner has an app. Yeah. What? It's yeah. a social media for Jeremy Renner fans. Yeah. Oh my god. What's it called? I don't know. Oh, I just got it. Up now. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. It's called Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Renner, man. He's, he's I'm mad. slowly re- realizing how crazy this guy I is. I think but like okay, so like we all kind of agree that Jeremy Renner is like kind of a shit actor, right? But then like he's okay in the town, but like he's like whatever, right? Like Zach I think said it best. He's like any movie Jeremy Renner's in, 
you could have put anybody else in that role and it would have been instantly better, right? Um, so, but now that I'm finding out that he's such an egomaniac, it's making me like him. Oh, no. He's, like, so far gone that you're, like, you have to respect how insane he is. He might be, like, Did the... you download his app? Is that what you're I'm trying about to say? about to. <laughs> he might be, like, the 2000s David Duchovny, where he's, like, an actor that had a music career that, like, has, like, fucking personal issues and shit, like... He just picked up the torch. Right. Okay, so Jeremy Renner launched an app in 2017. was meant to be a place to do fun things, according to the description. Heroin <laughs> quotes. Oh do fun God. things. But what's the app called? It's called the Jeremy Renner app. It's called Parlor. Oh, yeah. it's gone. Aww. On Wednesday, the app was killed. Bummer. Uh, it was probably like a week. It lasted a week. Two years, though. Two it's years? 2019, that article was. Damn it. Why didn't we start Thoughts from the Movie? You missed, the, you missed the Jeremy Renner the, app. God boat. damn it. But yeah, his song would make anyone's head explode. Yeah, I like the Jeremy Renner. All Jeremy Renner. All the time. Anything else? Uh, Yeah, my last one. Um, I don't know. You guys, maybe not, but anyone that's watching this, listening to this. um, There's a comedian named Tim Dillon. He's got a podcast. Yeah. And uh, they were talking once about this artist named Tina Parole. Okay. Uh, she's like, um, I know, like, I, I grew up in Moon, and we had this chick named Sarah Marintz who okay. would, like, sing the national anthem at, like, okay. the 4th of July sure. thing. And she had, like, a B-list, you know, music mm-hmm. career. And it's something like that where she's from Staten Island and had, like, one commercial hit. She has a song called A Better Life, and it's about her parents leaving Europe and coming to America so her family could have a better life. But, like, the the opening verse is like about her parents having to flee Europe after the fall of the Berlin wall. So it's like the song about, you know, they came to America to give me a better life. And it's like, it's only a few kinds of people that had to actually leave Europe after oh, the Berlin wall. My God. So, so it's she's like, like, yeah. Saying that her family are Nazis. Yeah. But not really. But like, She's it's like a cute, like fun pop song, but it, anyone listening that has like oh, that's a fun. sense of history is like, oh, okay. you, you guys were like fucking Nazis or something. Okay. Oh, so, uh, and it's a terrible fucking song. So, okay. <laughs> I like that. Better life is it on Tina YouTube? Can we, yeah. yeah you what is it? Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah. Can Tina, we play like five seconds of yeah, it? Yeah. What is that? it? Uh, Tina Parole, T I N A P A R O L, Better Life. She looks like Stephanie McMahon. It's okay. kind of weird, but what is what was that for? What did it say? I'm Stephanie Parole, and I'm a Tina Parole, and I'm a proud German. Is that what that said? <laughs> Came here from Poland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Operation Just get to the music. Odessa. All right. Yeah, we're not gonna get flagged for this. I guarantee it. So, well, it's not coming through the speakers. Okay, they can cool. see it. Um, oh. This is. Interesting. Okay. Oh no. Tina. Go can you go to like the middle for the chorus or something? Well it's it's this first verse where they're Oh that like this is the verse that you would choose? Yeah. About fleeing from the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like the disclaimer at the beginning that she's Polish. But imagine, like, the fall of the Berlin Wall, you dip out of Europe for a better life. Right. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what are you running away from, Exactly. Okay. Tina Parole. Is this... Okay. 
it's just like a shitty pop song that like well i'm waiting for a chorus and this is it oh that was it that's it the verse is like three three lines this is like the jeremy renner video it's very close oh my god <laughs> like it's actually let me, me just it. it's reminding me of it a lot let me just get this you can't play this one enough man main attraction baby get this thing up to 10 get million this views. out of here this is seven and a half we're gonna get it to 10 here he comes here he comes <laughs> the main attraction it is the same with the glowy lights i'm sorry i have to add one more after this okay, okay. no that's it's right. a local legend i gotta just we gotta get oh man it's so good the jeremy renner song is my favorite thing I still in the don't fucking know what world genre it is it's like country it's, pop. it's imagine dragons it's Imagine Dragons it's, with it's Jeremy so, it's Renner. It's so auto-tuned. Oh, my goodness. Please look up Pound on My Muffin. Okay, Pound on My Muffin. This You're... chick this chick <laughs> is from Pittsburgh. This came out like 10, 15 years ago. Okay. It's quality. Kid show. Oh, no. It's, oh, there it's it is. Oh. I can't. I this is the best, the song, best song ever. Yeah, like I know, the, right? The kid-sized microphone. It's the ones that kids <laughs> use on TikTok. <laughs> Okay. I mean, that guy thinks he's the man, and fucking good for him. Pound on my muffin. My muffin. Video. <laughs> just, it's like, can we please see the video? Is this it? No. The video. Yeah, this one. This is the song. The video must have been taken down for. I can only imagine. Yeah. No, let's get that out of there. I apologize, but if, you, if you're if you listening to this, All watching right, here this, we go, you here live we in go. Pittsburgh. What's the chick's name? Shreya. Shira. 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 <laughs> Go with Shira. Oh. Yeah. It's like, what is this? Cardi B. Like from five no. years ago. Put some respect on Cardi B's name. Why? Because she's <laughs> a fucking legend. I'll oh, fight God. you. I'll fist fight you for charity. Don't even get me started. I'll fist fight you for charity. Oh, she. Wow. All you want to do is just pound on my muffin. It is WAP. It's the it is, same it song is WAP. as WAP. But five, five years, years before earlier. that. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. All right. All right. crawled so Cardi B could walk. <laughs> I do believe that's correct. I think that's the same. All right. Um, Justin, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so uh, WAP, obviously, was yeah. going to be my 2021 one. And uh, my other two, I'm going to say the, the coming in second place is going to be Friday, Rebecca Black. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's going to make everyone's head that's explode. That's like us, we're old, and that like we unplug from the fucking vinyl, and that's what comes out. That's yeah. That even fits. I love that. That's great. And okay. it's just a Friday part. Just yeah. Friday, 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 Friday. Just keep that going. <laughs> Have yeah. you guys heard the the remix she just released for like the 10-year anniversary? Yes. And it's, I don't think so. It's just as just bad. bad. It's just amazing. Bad. Is it, It's the same song? Uh, yeah, but it's re- like it's is like it... this weird electro pop version with some chick that's fucking frightening in 303 and mm. the like the vocal track is just like sp- sped up and like pitch controlled like real high. Yeah, it's real fucking bad. OK, uh, and my it's number hard one... to ma- hard to make a classic better. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number one song. And to me, this is the worst song of all time. OK, and it's not country, surprisingly. Wow, because I despise country music. You do, but Adele's "Rolling in the Deep" is the <sighs> worst song ever written. And if I hear even two seconds of that song, I want to punch myself in the fucking <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, that, that, and that's the part where their heads would explode too. 
Oh man. Oh god, I'm getting angry just thinking about it. I hate that song so fucking much. Respect to Adele. She's probably got some good songs. She's mega hits and everything, but Rolling in the Deep is the most annoying song. Have you in heard the Gambino the sample of it? I don't know what that means. Childish Gambino, Gambino sampled, yeah, it? sampled it. No, I don't. Really I don't even care. I don't want to know anything about anything related okay. to that song ever. All right, Rolling in the Deep, number one. And Zach, when I said that, you made a gesture like, no, I support that. Okay, support that. <laughs> he supports it one hundred percent. Yeah, right. I don't think I hate it as much as you do, but oh. it was so played out, like. You grew up in Pittsburgh. Every radio station did to Rolling in the Deep what the X did to Best of You by the Foo Fighters. Yeah, it was like the only yes. fucking song that the played. Best of You by Foo Fighters was definitely. I just heard it again on shuffle for probably the first time, maybe in like a year or two, and I was like, oh, thank God! All right, it's not totally ruined yet. Like I can still. It, the, oh. it might have been out by the time Mars Attacks came out, but I'm just going to keep throwing in fucking songs at you people. Uh, Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog okay. is like the worst fucking song ever. Okay. I'm going hungry. Oh, I'm going hungry. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I want to fucking eat a gun when I hear that fucking What's song. The, I always thought that was like Pearl Jam or something. I thought what it was, was um, a Soundgarden. Yeah. It's got it's it's Temple of the Dog, but either Chris Cornell or Eddie Vedder is, is singing singer. on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a Soundgarden audio slave type deal, I think. Well, they all sound the same anyway. It's like right. that joke in Ted. He's like everyone in the '90s sang like this. Here, has here, here. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um. Awesome. Those yeah. are all great picks. Um. Let's, what do you got? Let's hear it. Okay. So if I was making the movie, because I think Tim Burton genuinely liked that song, the the yodeling song, I think Tim Burton probably actually likes that song. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to pick for my first of my three. Um, if I was making the movie, the song I love that everybody else, else hates is Escape, the Pina Colada song. <laughs> like, if you like Pina Coladas? Yes. It's a great song. It's a great song. It's a great but, song. Like, that would yeah. be the one where it's like, it gets unplugged. It's like, if you like me, and then they start exploding. Uh, that, would, that would be fun. It would be very funny. Yeah. It would be very funny. And yeah, then yeah. um, my other two, Happy by Pharrell. Oh, God. That would make heads explode, That's I think. a good one. But I think the number one, other than WAP, WAP was my, num my, my stapled on number one, Baby Shark. Is that a song? Baby Shark, do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby Shark, do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby Shark. <laughs> mommy shark do 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 mommy shark do 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 mommy yeah. shark do 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 mommy shark daddy shark do 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 daddy shark do 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 daddy shark do do sounds hilarious sounds great Grandpa Shark do 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 this is like that girls yeah kind of do you guys remember that it's a kid song. Yeah, it sounds yeah. great. It sounds fun. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is it like a Raffi song or something? Exactly. Okay, exactly. We but said Baby Shark. I was thinking Katy Perry first, and I got confused. No, like this That's song. That's Left Shark from the Super Bowl. Oh, Left yeah. Shark. I thought it was, okay, Baby Shark. That's, uh, oh, Left Shark. <laughs> Do you guys remember All right, that whichever shark. <laughs> Do you guys remember that fucking ringtone from the early 2000s and it always had the animated frog dancing to it? Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which, which it's one? like very Baby Shark. I don't even know if it had a fucking name. Oh, it's man. like Sandstorm, just like one of those like Internet frog ringtone. I don't even know if that's going to pull it up. Of course it pulls it up. Annoying thing. The annoying thing, Crazy Frog. He got a little dick on him. 
He does have a little dick. Ding, 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 ding. Do you remember this at all? No. This was a ringtone? Yeah. yeah. It sounds like he's running an auction. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's running I don't, an no, auction. You guys, I don't think you can hear but it's, it's like, hey, but it's the, okay, uh, took down Gail. Gailer. It's the alien song for Dave Hester and Barry Weiss from Storage Wars. Oh, my God. Uh, that segment went way better than i thought it was going to oh, there's, there's <laughs> was definitely awesome. like honorable mentions we left yeah. out like the barbie girl song or um, like the i'm blue song sexy and i know it crazy bitch by buck cherry <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just nickelback's greatest hits just oh. boom 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 uh, what did Jtronic say? I can't read from here. I use Friday to wake up my kids on Friday yep. before school. What a better way to wake up. Uh, I have a great rolling in the deep story from a karaoke bar in Malaysia. That is true. Where the Asian guy had pronounced trouble is uh, pr- trouble pronouncing his R's. You have to be around Jason when he does it though. It's, it's very funny. Lolling in the deep. L- yeah. Yeah. Lolling in the deep. Yeah. File, file. Yeah. It's, uh, fa la 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 la, fa ra ra ra. All right. Um, shout out Asian stereotypes. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're picking up where Dr. Seuss left off. <laughs> you didn't die in vain, sir. Oh, God. Did you see that in the news about Dr. Seuss's books? No. They all, a bunch of his books, or it's on Disney Plus or something. But okay. Is it on Disney Plus or it's in the it's in the books? It's. I think yeah, it's on like Disney. Mulberry where, Street is one of them. There's like six books. I think they, on Disney Plus, like they now have disclaimers against a bunch of Dr. Seuss things, or it's like in Dr. Seuss books about how they like perpetuate stereotypes or have like insensitive material about him or something like that because he was famously anti-semitic and like a little bit racist and put that in his writings i mean wasn't everybody like 50 years ago though definitely like a, a certain point so hop on pop is racist no it, it was the mulberry street red one green and then like red, red red fish green fish blue fish is racist the oh, other ones yeah. i had never heard of right yeah, mulberry yeah. street Somebody was really crate digging through fucking Dr. Seuss's catalog. Yeah, like it was something about like the Asian characters were like painted yellow or something. I don't know. It wasn't, you know, it was iffy. Wait, Disney Plus puts a disclaimer for the Muppet show? The yeah, Muppets for, for are racist? Insensitive, yeah. Probably just and, like, like they don't reflect the views of current Disney or something. I don't know. I haven't Jim Henson was high as fucking loved everybody. But it's just like, you know, from the from older days, right? Like oh, the man. The old Disney cartoons do have some like racial stereotypes and stuff in them, so we better buy up every copy of Rush Hour now before it gets <laughs> there's a book burning of Rush Hour. <laughs> oh man! First they came for Dr. Seuss, and I said nothing. <laughs> then they came for Rush Hour, <laughs> and I said nothing. <laughs> then they came for me. <laughs> you don't stand up and fight for Rush Hour. What do you even believe in? Um. Oh man, Adam Sandler's screwed. All right. <laughs> Here we go, moving forward. Justin, you pulled up some other... You want to talk about the CGI in the movie? Yeah, I mean, in this movie, the CGI... This movie came out in 1996. Yeah. And CGI had been around for a little bit. It's certainly... This is, you know, the earlier, earlier stages of it. Yeah. It's not the first movie. Well, these are the same people that did uh, Jumanji. This is ILM. This was, yeah, Yeah. Lucas uh, uh, Industrial Light Magic. And... um, 
Yeah, yeah, Jumanji, exactly, a couple years earlier. So the CGI in this movie, though, they to make it extra cheesy. Like, they weren't trying to make it really... I don't even think it looks that bad. I think it holds up. I mean, up. It, looks, it looks pretty bad. Like, for the time, maybe it's okay. I think the only time it looks bad is when they, the CGI interacts with a human. Otherwise, like, if it's just, like, the aliens are just by themselves, like, I think can it you, looks okay. Can you okay. pull up a clip of the aliens just if, you know, if there's anyone yeah, who yeah, hasn't yeah, seen yeah, the movie yeah, yeah. so they can know what we're talking about? I, I mean, think, it's I, hard because we've come so far, obviously, with the avatars of the world and Transformers and all the amazing things you can do with, with cinema and, and effects nowadays. But, I mean, at this time, you know, this wasn't that bad. But they definitely also really leaned into the, the look and the aesthetic to make it a little bit on the cheesy side. Because it, it was based, like you said, on the trading cards. Right. Well, and it, um, if you look at the art from the trading cards, it is spot on. Is it? It's, yeah. I mean, it's, and what's actually, what's really crazy is that this is actually, um, kind of, uh, what do I want to say? Toned down from the trading cards. The trading cards are actually like, here, let me wind that back because that's not great. The cows <laughs> the on cows. fire. <laughs> yeah. The ships in outer space. There, yeah. There it is. Yep. See? I feel like I've seen worse CGI in the last, like, five years. Though. Oh, yeah, man. Like, that's – I mean, that's bad. But, like, I don't know. I, the aliens themselves, I think, are definitely, like, of the era <laughs> in terms of – Sitting in the pool. Yeah. Hoping. Um, That wasn't great. But then when Sarah Jessica Parker describes it as a tongue, that's hilarious. Like <laughs> – <laughs> Apparently that made Oh yeah, the White House. Hello. That uh that wig did permanent damage to her skull. Yeah. Because oh, it was boy. so heavy. Where are the actual aliens? I don't know. Let me try to fast forward here. Do 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 uh, just a little little tease. Where are they? Oh. See, like I don't think Yeah, I mean that's better CGI that was in Thor. No. All right, so anyway, the the CGI in this movie is like, definitely that's not that bad of the time and dated nowadays compared to. But isn't that? I want. <laughs> there they. Oh, there they are. There they yeah. Are, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were you saying? Isn't that? What? I think it kind of like it almost adds to it now, doesn't it? In a lot of ways, like. Yeah, because they're playing it up for the movie. Right, right, it, it right, adds right, to it. right. Yeah. But anyway, so the thing, and it kind of just got me thinking about instances of terrible CGI in movies. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of examples, but so I pulled like five or six of them just right. that are, that stood out from the others. Like, obviously, there are movies like Clash of the Titans, which are well known for having terrible effects and everything. And those are, that's fairly recent. That's like 2000. So the worst. 2012 the worst. or something, 2011. So you can just go down the list here. So the first we have, yeah, go to the two-minute mark of this one. Yep. One of the more infamous examples of it is The Rock in The Mummy Returns uh, as the Scorpion King when he is the actual Scorpion King. So he's like, you know, actually The Rock at the beginning of the movie. But then at the climax here, when Brendan Fraser's fighting the mummy, The Rock comes out in his CGI-ness as the actual Scorpion King. And this is... And this was 2000... Oh, this and, is bad. This is 2001. So... He looks like... Like the WWE create a character just came to the it's ring. Like a, yeah, it's like a full on video game. Yeah, yeah. Like the scorpion in this itself is fine, but the rock element of it is just right. So, you know, like, I, I don't they know. They just they just went full CGI instead of trying to do like a half and half bit. Yeah, hundred percent. And it doesn't even look like the rock. He's all plasticky looking. Yeah, I think they got the tattoo on him on his shoulder though, actually. But that's before the tattoo. 
Uh, sure. No, as the rock expert in the room, that is before <laughs> the tattoo. Okay. Uh, had you not seen the Mummy Returns? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you were like, oh, that's what. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's there's some terrible CGI for you. Um, even though as much as I love that movie, I love it. I mean, it's funny that the CGI for the rock is so bad when like the army of Anubis is like outstanding, right? Killer. Yeah, it's crazy good. Well, I think it's it's the difference between the first one being like a really uh oh yes. Is this your favorite movie? Like, of be honest, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, I love the movie. It's so <laughs> good. Love Deep Blue Sea. If we're talking so about much. B movies that are just you, insanely fun, you reference Deep Blue Sea all the it time. It doesn't get much better. Have you seen Deep Blue Sea? I have. Yeah. Okay. It's been a long ass time, but yeah. Okay. So at this, I mean, in this movie, it's about a. Um, if anyone's not seen Deep Blue Sea, it's about a team of scientists <laughs> are working you under the stop ocean. This right now and go watch Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> a team of scientists are working under the ocean uh, to on a cure for Alzheimer's by genetically enhancing sharks and then taking like fluid from their brains or some <laughs> shit like that. It doesn't, it doesn't come off as terrible. It doesn't come off as terrible when you're watching. It comes Why off. Why did fine. it have to be underwater? <laughs> they're underwater because the sharks are underwater. So they're based. Well, you get, you get the sharks in a tank their and lab stay on is land, underwater. you idiot. Anyway, so the, the sharks are genetically oh, modified man. to be really smart. And then they it's start. incredible. They like flood the lad and trap all the scientists. It's a great movie. But anyway, so at this point in time, and all the sharks are CG. And at this point, this is where Samuel Jackson is like giving a speech to the survivors. Yes. About how they're gonna make it, even though the whole thing is flooding and the sharks are closing in. So this is like a good a good example of the the CGI shark in the movie. And bam, right there. Look at how look at how gleamy it is. And oh, then it pulls wow. him back into the water. And he's like, he's got his arms out. He's all, all weird. Let's run that yeah. back. Just so people aren't prepared. And then jump. <laughs> Sharknado style. <laughs> Watch Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there are plenty of scenes in this movie where the sharks are just completely like oh, that. Man. And it's like a close-up of the shark's face. And it's all like plasticky looking and stuff. That was around the same time. That was probably late 90s, I think. Yeah. So uh, the sharks in Deep Blue Sea. But it's such a great shark movie. It really is. Um, highly recommend it. Tron Legacy, which ironically is a movie that was known for having pretty stellar special effects. At the time. Yeah, in uh, 2003 or four, And it was in a lot of the sequences with the bikes, the light yeah. cycles and everything were fantastic. The one thing, and this technology I think was a little ahead of its time, is the young Jeff Bridges, where they de-aged Jeff Bridges as uh, Clue, as um, Garrett Hedlund's father, who was in the original Tron back in the day so he goes into the game in the sequel here to meet his dad or because he got a message from his dad and then he meets him here and finds out you know it's the younger version and so this is before like the Irishman and all the movies that have de done de-aging since this yeah. was 15 years ago and oh man it's is... just it's not terribly done it's but video it's, it's game also just looking... like no one buys that yeah. at all yeah. you know like but it's so funny because if you look at like the princess leia in rogue one or whatever i don't i didn't she wasn't all that great with her no, cgi yeah. i don't that wasn't too far off from this, this might think. be better than luke and the mandalorian finale oh i forgot about that yeah, yeah. he was CGI'd it's not good it's it's yeah it's rough especially like through tears it still didn't look that great <laughs> Tears of As tears of crying. joy. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, I, I mean, was, I was falling oh, okay. like a bitch. Like that doesn't even really look like him. But it's Luke. <laughs> the lightsaber was green. Okay. Uh, the Henry. This is the most infamous of all CGI in the world, and of course Henry Cavill's mustache in Justice League. So he was already shooting Mission Impossible Seven and had a full-grown mustache. 
So they had to CGI it off in the oh in, in reshoots, and his upper lip is just completely like messed up because they had to CGI remove his mustache. So like his teeth and his lips and everything. If you Google like do an image search too, there are worse images throughout the movie. But like his face is uneven here. You can tell his mouth yeah. is like off and everything. So they had and this was for reshoots. So they had to go back and just uh infamously edit his mustache out. It like, just looks like somebody took the paintbrush tool in Photoshop and just Ah, that was good enough. Yeah, like uh, the right side of his face is definitely not the same yeah. as the left side of his face here. But now, uh, is this the same movie that the Schneider cut is? The Snyder cut, I don't know if it has. I mean, they would have to s incorporate it somehow into the Snyder I cut. I mean, it's Justice League, right? It's the same movie. Yeah, yeah, Justice okay. League. But his Snyder cut, obviously, the original director of it will be the right. longer and a little bit darker and different. I think that's coming out in Bigger, in longer, on April cut. or May. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That. Uh, March 18th, that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the next one is... The next one, I want to just say. Oh, boy. This movie is so good, I forgot that the ending had a bad CGI effect. Yeah. Because the movie is phenomenal. You ever seen Air Force One? Get off my yes. plane. I fucking love Air Force One. Air Force One. One. Gary Oldman as that Russian terrorist yep. is like the best villain ever. Yep. He is so fucking yep. good. And yeah, Harrison Ford is the president. Right. The plane's hijacked. It's great. But there is the one scene at the end where the plane crashes into the water. And this that is this is, is the this, this is the Air Force oh, One crash. So this is 1998 or something. And this was is, this the, is actually the scene in the movie. Like a miniature wouldn't have gotten the job done. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure at the time it didn't really matter. And like, there's no, the rest of the movie is pretty much on the plane and there's right. like a few scenes of like fighter jets and stuff. But for the most part, you're just in the plane with all the characters, but that right. one scene at the end and it's just like, whoa, that looks something off about that. Right. 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 So, right. 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 Um, what do we have next? Oh, die another day. Yeah. So in, um, the bond franchise, right. It, there was getting to a point where he was getting to be thought of as kind of like a Cold War relic, and they were doing a lot of like traditional espionage plots and and doing a little older stories and stuff. And Die Another Day was really about bringing it into the 21st century. It was I think 2003 or four, yeah, and uh, the one with Halle Berry. And they really wanted to like up the tech and and do the like invisible car and everything. Yeah. So in this scene, Bond is doing he's like trapped on a glacier and. His little plane is going down. So he ends up windsurfing down this like tsunami caused by a glacier yeah. in the yeah. Arctic or Opening something. Opening scene. It's yeah, I remember. And uh yeah, it's just it's not great. The okay. way he I don't I've not seen this movie okay. since I saw it in theaters. Okay. So like, okay. Yeah. Well, you yeah, you're not missing it's it's not it's probably one of the worst Bond movies, if not. So he's going down on the glacier. Oh no. He's got like his parts from his car that he's strapping on his feet as yeah, he's this is going down. Bad. And then uh, Asian the villain here uh, is like, oh, yeah, terrible global warming, you know, quip, whatever he says. And then cut to. And here goes Pierce wind sailing down the uh, the glacier here doing some tricks X game style right there. Yeah, that's oh definitely real. God. Yeah, this, this is definitely 2013. Definitely real. All of this here. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, oh. just. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. This going around the glacier. This is really bad. <laughs> I'm really bummed out about that. And Bond, Bond movies are notorious for having very large budgets and really right. leaning into, right. you know, the, the sets and the cars and all the tech and everything. And and then, of course, yeah. wait, let's see. And then he just, yeah, drifts to a stop. Easy peasy. But, uh, yeah, when he's going down the water there, it's just, it's, it's real iffy at best. Shameful. Which sucks. Yeah. This is probably the worst James Bond movie. Yeah. Um, bummer. 
And then what's the last one? Venom. Venom. You know what? I really just was not a big fan of how they portrayed Tom Hardy as Venom in this one. And you can go all the way to the convenience store where he's uh, attacking a guy. Yeah, in there. And just like the Venom. This was 2018. Like the effects in the movie are the movie's very effects heavy. And right. overall, like it's fine. It's a yeah, lot of this action. This isn't and great at all. It's fine, but it's it's whenever Tom Hardy's face comes into it at the end of this scene that really is like I think it's shitty. But yeah, even this like Venom is fine, I guess. Like for 2018, eh, eh. But in this and on the poster too, remember it was like half Tom Hardy's face yeah, and half Venom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes out at the end here. He pops his face out into it, and that and that'll be the worst part. This guy's like, who are you? Yeah, like I'm just not not, buying not that a at fan all. of that at all. Also, Tom Hardy looks trapped. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Tom weird. Tom Hardy looks like he's the victim there. Yeah, just weird. Wasn't a fan. Didn't like Venom, and the CGI wasn't a big. But look at that man. Mm. Yeah, no CGI there, baby. The second the second it's back to Tom Hardy, I'm right back into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no CGI there. But uh, yeah, so just a little tribute to other. Bad Not CGI. so great CGI because there, yeah, there's so many good examples of it. And yeah. then you know the funny thing is though is that so many of those movies I really enjoy. Right. You know, despite that, so I'm not trashing the movies right, or right, anything. Right, right, Can we yeah. go back to that clip real quick? Uh, uh, which one? No. I, I already one? got rid of it. It was like daytime when he walked in that bodega, and then it was nighttime when he walked out. Was it? All right, hang on. Let me see if I can get it back real quick. Ah, I'm flying. I'm flying. I'm flying. I'm fast. I'm fast. I'm so fast. There's a fucking Hyundai Sonata. Hyundai Sonata commercial. We're Toyota family. All right, next. So when he walks in, it's like daylight, right? Yeah. Hang yeah. on a second. No. I think you were spot on. Okay. Okay, so it's that was clearly daylight. We can all agree. Here he goes walking out. It is definitely <laughs> nighttime. How the fuck long was he in there? I don't know. Four hours, I guess. Five hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Is that part of the plot? I think it's a different location, too. Like, if you're looking where he's walking up from at the beginning... So there's like the bay windows and everything is in a nice little neighborhood. And then at the end, it looks like he's in the middle of. Well, uh, yeah. Wait. Yeah, wait. you got all those houses and stuff. He's in Chinatown or whatever. There's the, the coats. He's like talking to himself. Can we get can we get there? Can we get there? Can we get there? It's a Hallmark store. Yeah. It's okay. A one. Yeah, the Chinatown walk of shame here all those okay. buildings yes yeah, so all those little windows it's clearly windows. daytime though definitely that is that is given there's like a bookstore yeah but just the overall oh, okay maybe oh that's he what turns a corner no 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 because he's not in the where's the oh we don't ever see him go into the bodega oh okay oh no well, it's, now it's night, night. yes yeah, so okay it, so those are different scenes. he's just walking for a okay. long time you did i i I was with you. Okay. I was with you. I thought you had you had something there. All right. Wait, wasn't it something in the chat? Still, how far did he fucking walk to go to the corner store? Uh, a long time. Just walking all yeah. day. Time. Talking it out hey, with Zach. Ben. There's two times you were wrong today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is it bubbling? No, I'm okay. <laughs> all right. Fuck you. Um. All right. Cool. Well, Sam, what is it? Sam Jackson getting eaten in Deep Blue Sea is the one that comes to me first. And I enjoy that movie a lot. Probably more than it should be enjoyed. I think it no, is enjoyed the proper anything yeah. wrong with I don't know. If, I don't know if Nick sea. saw us with the deep blue sea up there. If he's yeah. just saying that, but yeah, we did. We did show that scene, and it's the best. It's the best movie. I, I deep agree. blue sea next week. 
definitely. Is it? No. But it's it, your pick. It's not going to be Deep Blue Sea. Okay, all right. But I'm going to sneak it in there one time. All right. Um. Okay. We're going to bring back the segment. Movies that were also made in 1996, if they were made now, who? how would they be made? How would they be released? Who would have to be in them to get them made? That kind of stuff, okay? So. I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm excited to take a walk down 96 memory oh, lane dude. here. Bangers. Bangers. Oh. Uh, hang on a second. I got to find this. All right, cool. So let's start with the movie we're talking about, Mars Attacks. Does Mars Attacks get made in 1996 or in 2020? 2021? What year are we in? No way. No way. I can't see it at all. I would. It would, it would suck. It would suck. It would suck. It would be a Netflix straight release. Here's my hope, though, is that there's things like The Babysitter, Zombiever, Kung Fu Fury all got made in the Netflix era and were their own level of rewarding B comedy. I guess like Sharknado is still a right. Sharknado got made. I so I okay here I'll say this I don't know in which avenue those types of movies are made and released, but this I would fit into that. Like it's a sci-fi original. Sure. Yeah. For yeah for like pay TV which nobody has anymore. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys see Color Out of Space? No. The Nick Cage movie based on a Lovecraft novel. No. Short story. It came out last year. Um, I think it's kind of in the same vein, except for it's a little more serious than Mars Attacks. Okay. But, like, I think it would be something like that. Like, it would have Nick Cage and be, like, a quasi straight to, like, Redbox movie. Mm, But it would never have this level of cast that it did then, you know? No, no, no. I agree. No way. Um... Yeah, I think I think I think we nailed that. I think yeah. it's it's a straight to Redbox Netflix uh, sci-fi original kind of yeah. bit. It's definitely not a Tim Burton movie. No, no, no. no. But um, all right, Fargo. Well, Fargo is kind of made today because they have the TV series Fargo. Yeah. But that's what I I I think it becomes the series today. I think that's. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about with this is that I think a lot of movies today would just get extended into a TV run because that's the, that's what makes money. Yeah. That's what gets watched. Well, with this genre, which is uh, – Murder, you know, mystery. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Character-driven dramas, that kind of stuff. I yeah. mean they are extending it and now just doing like a limited series a lot of the time. But Fargo, I think that's a pretty – that's a type of story where you can do a sort of beginning, middle, ending in a movie and – I, would, I think a movie like Fargo could still get made today. I think it's rare. I think Knives Out is a, a oh, sort good of a point. similar Knives example. Knives Out's definitely like that. Is this uh, Coen Brothers? Yeah. Maybe like a Netflix thing like The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah. Sure. Could yeah, be, the Coen Brothers are still making a lot of movies. Yeah. And the Coen Brothers still make movies like this. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think you guys, yeah. I, I actually do think it could be a movie today still. Whether it would be a theatrical release and how successful it would be, of course, that's right. hard to say. But I, I could still see it. Because I, I, I can't think of her name, but it's the woman from, like, Three Billboards and Nomadland. Yeah, right? Frances McDormand. Yeah. 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 In uh, Nomadland, she was just in. Right. Which is, what, a Hulu original? Yeah, you know, Hulu's picking up Amazon? some stuff. Hulu's also, I, don't know. Uh, I didn't Hulu put a documentary in here, but, like, Hulu is getting after the documentary scene, and I appreciate that a lot. Britney. Yeah. Well, that one wasn't ideal. Yeah, but no, Britney can see where did she you, is. Did you watch the Billie Eilish one? On, no, uh, not yet. Apple That's Plus. Apple. That's on Apple. Yeah. I'll have to wait for uh, season two of Ted Lasso to come out before I re- <laughs> subscribe to Apple. Um, 
The Rock. I mean, Oof. these are some huge stars in this movie. I it's a blockbuster this. movie. I love The Rock. Does it get made? No, because the only kind of movies we make like this anymore are fast and furious movies or like the expendables yeah yeah like those are the only two Kingsman. yeah it's i know netflix is making big action movies i mean i'm not saying no one else is making big action movies but netflix is making big action movies they did like six underground with ryan reynolds with michael bay okay and uh Spencer extraction yeah extraction so they're project definitely power. they're definitely doing those types of movies <laughs> <laughs> project power yeah, check it out. Great. My thoughts from the movies. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I watched that movie twice. I don't want to hear it. I know. Um, I'm on this show, and I would say don't even watch our Project Power episode. That was a good episode, though. Episode. That's one of my favorite clips is when we're riffing on the hat. Oh, my God. All of the world secrets in it. And it was like the Wait only hat they had on set. They're like, don't lose this. <laughs> um, but it's also interesting because in terms of like – action heroes it's also getting drawn out into um television series you have jack yeah. ryan with John oh Kaczynski yeah yeah, and yeah, then yeah without remorse which is another tom clancy property there michael b jordan is the star of and they just released their trailer today is a similar thing and that'll be a show so or no that's actually a movie that paramount had but okay uh they sold it to amazon i believe so i think yes this could get made as a movie today okay cool i think if it does get made sean connery's character is played by liam neeson yeah, because Liam Neeson's like the only older actor that's still doing like action, action roles with, and that's all events. he's doing now. Yeah. yeah, he's like you know how Nick Cage is only doing like the most bizarre shit. Yeah, now? like yeah. Liam Neeson's embraced like I'm just doing all this action stuff. Yeah, what about Harrison Ford? He's like seventy eight years old. I know, but what was the last Harrison Ford movie? Star Wars. Besides that, Indiana Jones. Yeah. No, yeah. he was in. He's been in all kinds of stuff. He was in Blade Runner a couple years oh, ago. Oh, he was in oh, Blade true, Runner. True. Uh, he was in something recently, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, I don't know if it like if it has the same gravitas that The Rock did, and I I probably don't think so because Nick Cage obviously and Ed Harris. Oh man, so good. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. I think it could get made, but it wouldn't be the same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did. Was it Call of the Wild? Oh, yeah, Call of the Wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go. You know, everybody saw that movie. That was oh, oh, right, the movie with the dog. It says yeah. J-Tronic, so there you go. Yeah, Call of the Wild. It's uh, a CGI dog, too. Right, people were shitting on it. Yeah. How do we not bring up cats? For what? Oh, for the bad CGI. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah cats. Well, give us know. the asshole cut. I don't know if. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Justice League. I want the asshole cut. <laughs> He's just trying to see Taylor Swift with an asshole. I want the sphincter cut. Oh, my God. I don't know that the CGI in Cats was bad so much as it was just really weird. Like, I think all the people just looked really well, weird. Well, hang on now. But I don't know if I it was actually, like, bad it. CGI. I think it was just, like, a weird amalgamation of people and We'll be cats. the side of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want the trailer? No, here. Well, here's a whole scene. We want the whole scene. The best, well, it's just the Taylor Swift scene, though. That's the best right. thing about Cats, the greatest gift we got was Ricky Gervais's joke at the Golden Globes calling James Gordon a fat pussy. <laughs> That's oh, the wow. finest moment. All right. so That's not great. It's not ideal. I've not heard or seen Cats. Where can I watch Cats? Where can I get like have a little bit of uh, Delta 8 in my system and watch Cats? Taylor Swift is getting ready to belt it out. Is she? Yeah. This is my girl? Look like our walk to El Burro. Yeah, really. It does. <laughs> uh, 
dude, I don't think that's very good. Like the tail, no. like jumps down. It's not smooth. Yeah, but you're combining humans and cats. Like, eh, I don't know how much you're better. You're combining the rock and a scorpion. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's its, it's, its own bad. beast. It's yeah, it's pretty its own bad. thing. It's pretty bad. But, all right. Okay. What else? Um. All right. Uh. James the Giant Peach. I don't know if I saw James and the Giant Peach. It's uh, a fucking trip. It is. It's really Take good. Take Delta Eight and watch this, and try not to. <laughs> it would be like Hannibal, where he like cuts his face off with a piece of a fucking broken mirror. Yeah, like that would be me watching this high. Yeah, it's um, horrifying. But does it get made? It's a. Uh, it's it's the same studio that did Nightmare Before Christmas, um, doing this old uh book. Uh, it's like a children's book. I don't know. Did Roald Dahl do James and the Giant Peach? Yeah. Is he the author? Yeah. The guy who did Willy Wonka? It wouldn't get made. believe so. I think it would. There's still a pretty big space for animation today. Uh, people are getting more into animation, actually. I would I would think um, large property like this. Yeah, sure. Yep. Roald Dahl. Nailed yep. it. Um, Having not seen the movie and just, just knowing that uh, kind of what it is generally, I think I think it could. Okay. I don't know. I See, I think it's too weird. Yeah. It's too weird. If and, and I think it would take a Tim Burton to make the movie. Yeah. Or Disney would have to pick it up and Pixar it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's as weird as Coco, but not as heartwarming as Coco. Well here you know, and I don't wanna get like I don't wanna get fucking crazy here, but it's like one of those things where like I think if it came out the way it was now, it would be people being like it's all like white characters or like uh, the other side characters or like stereotypes. Right. But if you were like trying to make it less white, then it would be like, well, these side characters are like stereotypes. You know what I mean? Like, I see what you're saying. I think it'd be hard to make this movie and like, it's the same problem they've run into with redoing the original Disney classics. Yeah. Where like, Okay, it's pretty obvious that like King Louis is a black guy, so like how do we not make it a black you know what I mean? Like yeah. how do we skirt around certain things and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I think there's 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 a lot to overcome with the story on top of the fact that it's an animation and it's really weird and people love Roll Doll, man. They're redoing Willy Wonka. They did BFG a couple years ago. Yep. Like I I could see it. Okay. He's next after Seuss. <laughs> They're canceling him. All right, three more here. Zach loves this movie, Kingpin. Filmed in Pittsburgh. Don't touch it. If you touch Kingpin, I'll fucking kill you. Well, it's I a think, perfect movie. I think Netflix makes it. But you, it's one of those movies that, like, I don't know. Like, Clash of the Titans didn't need a remake. I appreciate that someone was like, Clash of the Titans is cool. We'll remake it. But, like, you can't remake the the actors for the characters are perfect. The jokes are perfect as is. There's no way to make this movie any better than it already is. It's a ten. It's a ten out of ten. Wow. Have I love this. Movie? I have not seen Kingpin. Oh mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. I mean. Shout out Beaver Bowl. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think I think it's. He's not gonna like this. I think it's a Sandler original. Happy Madison production? I think it is. I would show up at Adam Sandler's house with a gun. Oh, no. Leave <laughs> Adam Sandler alone. If he touches Kingpin, it's all bets all right. are off. All right. Um, all right. So, whatever. On it's Kingpin. got Blue Traveler. 
Blues Travelers are in this? At the very end. So they play like the hook? Randy Randy Quaid like plays an Amish guy. Okay. So at the end they like go to the Amish family and they're like all having a big meeting. And then they they like leave in a car, like uh Woody Harrelson and the chick leave in a car. And while they're having a party, like and they drive off, the camera just pans and it's Blues Traveler. Just in it. Yeah, just playing a song in the grass. It's not Hulk or run around. It's like another like popular blues driver. Okay. But. All right. Um, I have a direct answer on exactly how Twister gets made. The Rock is in it. The Rock. Why does The Rock need to be in it? Because it's San Andreas and. Yeah, it's it's a disaster movie, and that's The Rock has the corner on the disaster movie genre right now. Wasn't there one where John Cena played like a helicopter fireman or some shit? Uh, very well could have been. Oh yeah. yeah, and then he's got to raise the kids or whatever. I don't. I don't That's know. called playing with fire. That was just like a he's a firefighter. Yeah, he's like Vin Diesel in the pacifier. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess yeah, The Rock. I mean, with San Andreas is a good comparison, but this was more of this wasn't as much of an action movie twister when it was made. How is it an action movie? It's like it was more like a thriller horror movie. They're running away from tornadoes. Yeah, exactly. It's not like Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's crazy. set in the middle. You know, it's set in a small town. It's the the twister is coming for them and destroying everything. But you know, San Andreas is like a large scale destruct. You know, like a 2012 or Independence Day. Like it's a it's a world destroying type of movie, like a Wolfgang Peterson shit. This this was like I don't know if intimate's the more word, but it's more contained. Like it's a smaller movie. Okay. Uh, I don't think The Rock has to be in it for it to get made today um, because I don't think it's like that scale. Where so is this then a closer comparison is like Bird Box or A Quiet Place? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Um, and, well, then I mean, it definitely gets made because it's low budget. Disaster movies are always popular. They people – well, not I shouldn't say that, but they always get made. But they're also often it's like the end of the world style, like Geo Store a couple years ago. Right. It's like end of the world disaster movies. And uh, I'm trying to think what a really good comparison for this would be, where it's just like the one event. Maybe I guess Bird Box. Is, I think I didn't see Bird Box, but yeah, I don't think anything place. recently because we're so focused on like global destruction. Right. Anymore. Yeah, it's right. Like it's going big. Yeah. Right. Well, and now it's all it's pandemic like, based global destruction. Here's here's the analogy, right? It's like. This movie is to the original Fast and Furious, which Fast 8 is to what? You know, like the way that franchise uh, has become. Like this would have been the starter and now what would see, it be? See, that's where I think like San Andreas or um, Skyfall or what's the ta- – the, where's the one where he jumps off the tower and he's got like a fake leg, The Rock? Oh, uh, Skyscraper? Skyscraper or something yeah. like that or Rampage or – yeah. Skyscraper might be a close one. Cause I, this movie now would be like, because Twister, like obviously the Twister exists, but it's kind of more about Bill Paxton and like the rival and Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah, it's the character movie. Yeah, this let's one just, would be. Let's about just take like, a minute and respect Helen Hunt being a babe and being awesome in this movie. She's not Jodie Foster. Well, I get the two of them confused. <laughs> you know who I get confused? Who? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg and oh. Matt Damon. <laughs> Yeah, in 2021, this is like a movie about the pitfalls of like climate change or 
some bullshit. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? Did you guys ever see Everest a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Where it's like about the it, that's more of like a character movie on Mount. It's Everest. about the things that are happening to the people. I but like the backdrop is this one right, big thing. Right. I I wish more movies like this got made nowadays, man. I Twister's really do. A classic. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. There's the 96 movie run, ones that are not in here, Space Jam's 96, um, there's a bunch of them, but the probably the best movie made in 96, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Would Happy Gilmore get made today? I mean, Sandler's still doing movies with all the same people, so. And he just greenlit Happy Gilmore 2, so that that is right there is how it gets made. So we get another one. And Shooter signed on already. He did. They did just do those videos. What? Yeah. Yep. I did not hear about that, but having seen probably all the reaction from that clip. Oh, yeah. Isn't it amazing what a 30-second clip can do? Green. Uh, right. 30 seconds from Sandler and then a, a 30 seconds from Christopher McDonald, and boom, you got Happy Gilmore. Well, and, and the fact that they both had great shots. Like, Adam Sandler swinging that golf club looked like Happy Gilmore, and then Shooter hits that putt, and you're like, it sounds like a five foot putt. It was it like the, matter. Like I'll this watch long. it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I don't care. I'm in. I'm Adam in. Sandler just looks so old now though. Like he looks his fifty age, you know, his fifty one. I don't care. Uh, happy Gilmore, so what, his kid's probably gonna be the golfer and he has to teach his kid how to do it? No. It's like grown ups. They're playing on the senior tour of the PGA and they're still fucking pulling <laughs> pranks on each other. Hey, where's something nice? <laughs> I think it I think it'd be terrible, but I would watch it over and over again. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, uh, I, I think it would get this. I mean, obviously, it's getting made, so yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, sure. Over and over again. <laughs> John, so yesterday at the hockey game, Steven, Justin's brother, stands up and goes, You suck, you jackass. Then on the walk home, Anastasia's explaining something that happened at Union the other day where a big group of guys just started screaming Happy Gilmore quotes back and forth. And Steven has the audacity to go, yeah, I don't really do that anymore. After just <laughs> an hour ago, he stood up in a crowded arena and screamed, You suck, you jackass. And that, That's where he draws the line. Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. That is the power of Adam Sandler. Um, all right. We're going to finish this off. It's 940. We're going to try to get through this in 20 minutes. This cast. I think I left some people off, but. It's just never ending. It's like the whole way it's down. A, it's awesome. The so, credit sheet just keeps going. Overrated, underrated. Um, and is this is this in the movie or in general? In general. Remind I think me. it's kind of where we've been transitioning okay. this, this yeah. to. So Tim Burton, overrated, underrated. Tim Burton's a weird one because Tim Burton's reputation has kept him going, even though he's had a string of flops going sure. back like 10 years. Sure. His last group of movies since like i don't know frankenweenie or something yeah like, yeah they've all been busts from dumbo dark shadows big eyes like he's just not he hasn't had a hit in a long time but the tim burton name still carries a lot of weight yeah. right so he's so it's deceptive i think it goes back to how mars attacks got made in the, to begin with is that people will green light tim burton projects and hope to god that they can milk it for years to come yeah, I mean, it's certainly not him in his heyday with Johnny Depp and, like, you no. know, the types of movies that they were making. But I think Tim Burton still has this very unique style that people that, – that has an audience and that people want to see. You still see – when you see Burton's name and you see the way it looks, there's part of you that goes, maybe. Yeah. 
Makes like, you curious. I, like Dumbo was the one that most recently I was like, maybe. Because Dumbo's as a Disney classic is a bizarre movie in and amongst itself. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, maybe. Eh. I don't want to say overrated, but I it's it's just such a weird one because where he's at in his career. What do you guys what do you think? I think you have to you almost I think you're right. It's like so hard because like early Tim Burton somehow is maybe underrated in the sense that like he was making movies that went toe to toe with fucking Spielberg Mm -hmm. and they were way different. Not even kind of the same realm of movie. I think there's a lot of underrated early Tim Burton. And it's hard because like Beetlejuice, Mars Attacks, Ed Wood, like they're, classics that they're cult classics that bridge the gap to like commercial success you know but he's had a string of flops you know and uh if he's underrated and then overrated is he solidly rated right but i'm saying he's overrated till we get the burton cut of superman lives his upcoming projects just so you know yeah beetlejuice 2 and wednesday which is going to be a tv series based around wednesday adams his first TV series. Who's playing Wednesday? I don't know that they've cast her yet. <laughs> um, I don't believe they have because that project was. Is just Christina act. Ricci playing Morticia? I love Christina Ricci. I do too. She's babe. Black Snake Moan. Ooh. Uh, I want to let's just go through the last couple credits. Okay. So, so okay. everyone's aware of Tim Burton's latest string. So 2019 was Dumbo. Yes. Okay. 2016, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. 2014 was Big Eyes, which was a small movie didn't with Christoph Waltz and Amy Adams. Did you see it? About painting. I did. Yeah. Amy I, Adams. I did. It was I okay. I didn't hate it. It yeah. was okay. Yeah. Amy Adams is not Rachel McAdams, guys. She's keep, not. I don't think she that is. straight. And then 2012 was Dark Shadows, which was a flop. And then Frankenweenie, which yeah. I don't. I think no. it was okay. Recently. I love Frankenweenie. Yeah. And then before that was Alice in Wonderland, which was his last that real big That sucked. Hit. But that made a billion dollars, though. So, right, but know. it's but it only made a billion dollars because Willy Wonka was so good. I don't know that that's true. Oh, I love Willy Wonka. No, I don't. I'm not saying I don't think it made a billion dollars because of Willy Wonka. Oh, but um, or is it just because every stoner on the planet I, is listen, like <laughs> my blacklight poster's moving? You want to talk oh, about a bizarre movie. stories? You're talking about Dumbo. I mean, Alice in Wonderland, dude. Like, yeah. Even though they had all the CGI in it, and I don't really know how well that was done, like, or or received. Like, if there's a person who's gonna make Alice in Wonderland, who plays Cheshire Cat? Alan Rickman. That's right. Mm, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Fucking Snape. But uh, so yeah, so the last ten years, Tim Burton has been on a very on a cold streak. Yeah, we'll say. Right, right. I don't. I can't call him overrated. But I feel like he's slipping into underrated. T- I don't know. I got. No I feel like there's a big part of me that <laughs> will protect Burton, like I would protect Tarantino. Yeah, but Tarantino's not going downhill, or he's not in a cold streak. Whoa. He's still. He's not exactly hitting bombs either. I think so. Once upon a time was true, pretty, true, pretty true, 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 yeah. true, true. Like he was hatefully in Django true. were coming down a little bit, but then right. he bounced back with once. Upon Django's a not down. Django is. F- Django's fucking sweet. Django is prime. Hateful Tarantino. Eight is weird. No. Hateful Eight is on the same level as like um, Death Proof, where like if it's for you, it's for you, but if it's not, it's eh. I think Hateful Eight is like the Jackie driest Brown. of the Tarantino movies. I think Hateful Eight was literally he's just like Kurt Russell and Samuel Jackson are free at the same time. 
I'm just gonna shove words I've always wanted to hear them say into their mouths. Walton Goggins. Yep. Well, he loves Walton Goggins. Give me him in anything. Yeah. I got no answer for this one. Right, I don't that's really fine. know what to say with Tim Burton. I like him. Solidly, we'll say solidly yeah, rated. Sure. Okay. Um, Annette Benning, who is the hippie lady sitting in the pool. Uh, she's married to Jack Nicholson, the casino owner. Um, yeah. Not Elizabeth Warren. Not Elizabeth Warren. Or Steve Jobs. Or Kate McKinnon playing yeah. uh, Elizabeth Warren. I'll say underrated just for tying down Warren Beatty. I mean, there you go. Guy slept with like 20,000 women and then she tied him down. What's Good for you, again? Annette, Annette Benning. I got to hit the AMD. IMDb. She's a really talented actress, though. And what's funny is that in, in Mars Attacks, she's playing this real, she's playing like a showgirl and right. her voice is really high. She's like, how dare you do that? I just need another drink. But in the, the last American movie, Beauty, 20th Century Woman. Yeah, the kids 20th are Century all right. Woman is the last movie I was thinking of, which she was fantastic in. And she's like a very kind of blue collar, like gruff, gruff yeah. mother, you know, single mother. Mm -hmm. But she's got like a much deeper voice, though. Annette Benning is underrated for sure, but she does a lot of indies for the most part. Yeah, I think. Um, so who played Catwoman? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. So Annette Benning was originally cast to play Catwoman in the Batman movie, but she was pregnant, so she couldn't. So Michelle Pfeiffer played this, and Michelle Pfeiffer was originally gonna play this, mm -hmm. and so they just switched. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like Annette Benning. Underrated. Yeah. Zach. You I haven't know. seen most of That's these right. fucking movies. Overrated. Overrated. How dare you? Get her. All right. How about the legend Glenn Close? Oh, so underrated. The fact that she does not have an Oscar right now is a travesty. Glenn Close, Zach, for your heads up. Because okay. I even need them, too. You guys don't have to look up Glenn Close, do you? I'm, I'm going to, just to make sure I'm not missing any of these pieces of shit. If she not for in. Cruella DeVille herself, I would say... Let no, me just, let me, all her let me movies. Gander. She's so great. Do 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 do. Hamlet, Hook. Oh, yeah, the guy in the boo box. Uh, Fatal Attraction. Uh, I mean, come on. One hundred one Dalmatian. Air Force One. She's the vice Air president. Air Force One. Oh, she's the voice of Kala and Tarzan. Boom. Oh I got man. Bad news, boys. Okay. I don't see the like Oscar worthy. Yeah, what do you think? Stepford Wives. Come on, you're in the early 2000s still, man. What's the hold up here? Oh, sorry. It doesn't yeah, let's get see. better. It doesn't Albert Nobbs. She was nominated for an Oscar for Albert Nobbs. Five to seven. Guardians of the Galaxy. She's. I mean, she's been nominated for six Oscars. I think. Scroll up. How many has she been nominated for and has not won? It's a travesty. She's incredible. Seven, Seven Oscars. Oscar nods. Yeah. She's you guys, starting to get If Leo's you guys say Leo's something bad about Glenn Close, fuck you, okay? Because <laughs> she is the best. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. She's all right. the best. Okay. okay. I'm saying overrated. There you go. All right. Josh, wait, are you saying overrated? I, 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 I'm afraid to. How dare you? Here's somebody who's fucking, is he underrated in how much I hate him? Martin Short. <laughs> I Fucking hate Martin Short. I what? hate Martin Short. Oh my god! You guys don't think he's funny? No, no. Uh, I've never once. His seen comedy is great. Mm. Oh, Captain Ron? You kidding me? Three Amigos? Anything he does with Steve I forget Martin. he's in Three Amigos. He's one of the Amigos. It's yeah, Chevy, he's the forgotten Amigo. Chevy Chase and Steve Martin. Yeah, he's definitely like got a weird quality to him, no, but he's funny. I don't know. Uh, I think he was the funny. only Martin Short role I fuck with is Prince of Egypt. Dude, Jiminy Glick. 
Jiminy, no. it's not funny. I've you tried. don't like Jiminy Glick? I fucking oh, tried. I tried, dude. Uh, I can watch it over and over jungle again. Jungle to jungle. He's the he's the other dad, right? Yeah, he's like the adopted dad yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I dude, I would say underrated. Jungle to Jungle is an underrated movie. Oh, for <laughs> so sure. I'll tell you that. It is. Um, man, I don't know. I think he just annoys the shit out of me. He's overrated. Yeah, if 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 yeah, if anything, he's Disagree. underrated how much I hate him. Yeah, seriously. Um, all right. <sighs> I just want to look at her. She's amazing. He was in an episode of SVU. I bet he was a kitty toucher. Natalie I mean, Portman. What? You're not going to like what I have to say about Oh, Natalie no. Portman. No. You're not going to like Garden it. Justin Garden State. If you stand Martin Short but don't like Natalie Portman, I'm going to fucking stab you. Justin. Natalie Portman. Justin. I Here's my Queen thing. Queen Amidala. I know. Listen. Here's my thing with Natalie Portman. I feel the same way about Natalie Portman as I feel about Viola Davis. And it's oh. that I feel that she always is kind of playing the same role these days. It's like the really psychologically tortured, on the verge of tears character that she won an Oscar for in Black Swan is what I think of Natalie Portman. Lucy in the Sky. Like all, all of her movies that I think of with her immediately are like, you know, she's doing that kind of thing. Even Queen, Queen Amidala in Revenge of the Sith. She's just like, Scared and like all these, I I just Natalie Portman. She tried to do comedy and no strings attached. She wasn't really funny in that. So yeah, have you I, seen the fucking Natalie Portman rap, the digital short on SNL? It just feels forced, man. I don't I don't dig it. I don't dig Natalie Portman as a comedic actress. I think she's a little kind of stuck in one lane, and I think she's lovely, uh, and talented. But also, out of all the actors overrated. that we would disagree with, I did not think Natalie Portman would be the one that would pull this show apart. I think she's a little overrated. I have a confession. Uh-oh. Hit us. I'm going to back you up. Boom. No! Dude, look through her IMDb. She hasn't been in shit besides the Thor movies. Like, in well, the last 10 years. She's taking a break. She's a mom now. Of Leave like, her alone. Yeah, well. Yeah, like, even in Thor, she feels kind of weird. Like, I feel, she she, I feel weird like she only Thor. has to play, like, really heavy roles. She's, again, like yeah. Viola. Like, either, like, and I, I haven't seen um, Ma Rainey, to be fair. But, you know, again, it's just, like, most of them are either, like, but crying like, or yelling or oh, upset man. or, like, v for Vendetta. tortured. Yeah, that's, that's a thriller movie. Garden yeah. State. She's in Heat. She's in Zoolander. I forgot that. That's a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, listen, I do like Natalie Portman. Uh, I really do, but I will say a little overrated as an actress. Well, where we're going, we don't need no roads. What? Underrated. I'm just going to put it out there now. Michael J. Fox. The one and only. Alex P. Keegan. He is underrated. You know, this was the last movie role that he did, Mars Attacks. Everything else after it was television. I read that on IMDb. What a way to... I love Michael J. Go Fox. Go out on top. I love Michael J. Fox. I will come across the table and strangle both of you. I will not say overrated. Maybe underrated. I'd say underrated. Yeah. I don't know if he's like his acting talents far exceeds what he was doing in Back to the Future. But that alone, I feel like, is so great. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. We 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 talk about this with a lot of actors. And I and I understand the difference between what you're saying with Natalie Portman and then like Michael J. Fox because I think it can sound the same, right? Is like there's only one person that can play a Michael J. Fox role, mm -hmm. 
there's only one person that can play a Samuel L. Jackson role, right? And yeah, it might be the same across all boards or whatever, but like Michael J. Fox comes on your screen, you fucking smile, whether it's a movie, TV, no matter what, he's the fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, outside of Marty McFly, like, I couldn't really tell you too many of his movie roles, though. Like, he was the voice of Stuart Little, right? Like, um, he is the, uh, he's Teen Wolf. He's Alex P. Keegan. Yeah. He's a whole bunch of guest stars and stuff. Like, I bet if I looked at his filmography, it's, like, way less than you think it would be. Yeah. Spin, Spin City, City. Right, and television, yeah. Okay, let's go back here. Um, Again, all it's like all TV and then Back to the Future and then all TV again. It's bizarre. Back to the Future, Teen Wolf, Family Ties movie. I don't know Light of Day, big, big Bright Lights, Little City, Bright Lights, Big City, Casualties of War, The Hard Way, Doc Hollywood, I guess is a movie that people know. Greedy. Yeah, you're right. Like, I don't know any of these movies at all. But Blue in the Face. Which is crazy because you think about him being such a big movie star, but I guess he's not. It's all Back to the Future, man. It's Back to the Future, his early, you know, TV, TV. then then Spin City. Um, and those two episodes of Scrubs. Scrub. Oh, he's it's the Dr. best Kevin in Scrubs. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's just weird. Like, uh, he's Rescue so, me. he feels like such a big movie star, and he really isn't. He's deceptive like that. But I like Michael J. Fox. It's like you said, he's he's great as a Michael J. Fox role. Like he's Yeah, I, he shows up, and you're like, yeah. fuck yeah, it's Michael J. Fox. So, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I if you would have gone to my head, been like, how many movies was Michael J. Fox in that w- you know? I'd be like, oh well, there's <laughs> like just name Back to the right. Future one through three. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Zach, I'd say solidly rated. Okay. I I'll I'll go with that. I'm he okay does, with that. He does use the roof toilet on on scrubs. He does. Yeah. He does. Shout out roof toilet. Um. He's my James Bond, and you can fuck off. Said nobody ever. Why James Bond? Um, I I can't in good faith say that he's underrated, but I love Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I, don't <care. laughs> I don't care. I just love fucking Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's surprisingly diverse. He's the dad in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. He's the singing guy in, in Mamma Mia. Yep. He's got a lovely voice. Yep. I, I would say he's probably a little underrated. Yes, His, let's go. He, he might be the... <laughs> Pierce I, Brosnan. I don't want to say he's the worst Bond because I don't like Roger Moore's Bond. He's he's definitely great in Goldeneye. His Bond movies. No, I don't. I don't even get into that conversation. He's a good Bond. Pierce Brosnan is underrated. He was a good Bond. I think. Yeah. Um, His movies weren't as good as he was. Right. I think uh, Thomas uh, Thomas and the Crown Affair. Thomas um, Crown Affair. Yeah. And the Crown. Thomas Why did I say the and the Crown Affair? affair. Um, I think. Hot take. He would have been a better Bruce Wayne than a James Bond. Hot take. You don't need to weigh in on that. That was just. I don't think that's a hot take. No. Oh, he's in the world's end. Yeah, that's right. Disagree. I disagree. But all right. Uh, yeah, Pierce Brosnan. I'll say underrated. Just all so right. Surprisingly I'm, diverse. I'm, I'm on board for the underrated. Yeah. Of Pierce Brosnan. Pro- Brosnan. Yeah. I mean, he's Brosman. always he's always like. The suave version of whatever his role is, like oh, the yeah. suave dad who can sing really well, or the, the suave guy who's moving in on your wife. He's or my whatever. guy. All right, yeah. we've got three more. How is he not in love? Actually, great question. Doesn't he seem like he should be in love? Great. Actually? Liam Neeson took his role, ripped it out yeah. from underneath him. 
Because that that would be the role he would be. Well, you know, that was in the middle of Bond, and I think it'd be really hard to take him when you see him as James Bond and then stick him in this romantic comedy and try to like have an audience disconnect from that. I think that's a really tough thing to do. True. He was in this. After the smash hit, Goldeneye. Yeah, but he wasn't like embedded as Bond. Love actually was like right in the middle of him. He did like three James Bond movies. So, oh yeah, I am invincible. I am invincible. Shout um, out Goldeneye. We'll, we're gonna do Bond on this show. Yeah, very soon. All right, ready? Yep. Underrated. Underrated. Jack Underrated Black. by a country fucking mile. Yeah, I love. Well, people do love Jack Black though. But still, I think his acting talents are better than people probably think. They probably think of a lot of like really slapsticky, wet comedy. Yeah. You know? And he is, uh, yeah, Jack Black is great. I need to watch School of Rock again. It's well, so good. And even like <laughs> Jack Black, just look at him, makes me laugh. High Fidelity, he's awesome at High Fidelity. Uh, Nacho Libre is one of the most underrated comedies on the planet. Oh, I don't like that one very much. Uh, Tenacious E obviously is fucking amazing. He's apparently great in Jumanji. I yeah. didn't see Jumanji, but apparently you he's haven't seen great. either the new Jumanjis. Mm-mm. Oh boy! Um, Did you see the new Jumanjis? I saw the first one. Yeah, I didn't laugh once. Really? Oh, I sat there like stone faced. I put I, I put it, it off for like nine months because I thought it looked idiotic, and then yeah. I finally saw it, and I'm like, "This is pretty decent." Did you guys see the Polka King? No, Mm-mm. it's not bad. Netflix, okay, Netflix not movie. Bad. Bernie yeah. is the movie that everyone really loves and nobody saw. Yeah, he plays like a serial killer in it. I think. Oh, okay, and then Kung Fu Panda, which is one of the most successful animated movie franchises of all time. FX plays it all day on Christmas. Do they? Kung like Fu for Panda t- for twenty four hours, like TBS does. That's a Christmas awesome. Story. I didn't know that. That's great. A Tropic oh. Thunder. Tropic Thunder. It's just still one. just one of the best. Number one. Um, the holidays a movie people love a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, definitely uh, for not forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, I can't find it. Where? Where? What am I? Um, Shallow How. No, Shallow How's got Orange How. County. Saving Silverman. Oh, Saving Silverman. That's it. Yep. Orange, Saving yeah. Silverman. Yeah. Which one of those two High is Fidelity. the one with R. Lee in it? The guy from Mail Call. Is it Saving Silverman or Orange County? It might be Saving Silverman. I think it's Silverman because Orange County is him and then Colin Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, is that John the one we're trying to get into Stanford? Yeah. I think That's it might Orange be. County. Oh, I can't remember which one it is, but it's real good. Um, also, he's the airline mechanic in the Foo Fighters Learn to Fly video. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> cable guy. That's right. He's in fucking Cable Guy. He's in an episode of Touched by an Angel. Waterworld? He's a pilot in Waterworld? Dude, he's everywhere. He's been around man. that long? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Jack Black's the Underrated. Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cable Guy, underrated movie. Heavily underrated movie. All right. Um, This one's going to be tough for me. Jack Nicholson? Yeah. That's an easy, fairly rated, I think. Is it? He's fantastic. I mean, but we just talked about how he's an underrated as a comedy actor, even. Okay, maybe under a little underrated you know, on the comedy side. I feel like he might be just a, a skosh underrated, if I you mean, will. I mean, people's level of respect for him as an actor is exactly at the top part. That is be. true. But that I, is true. I would say, okay, just for on the comedic side, probably a little underrated. Because this is a comedy. Yeah, and people wouldn't think necessarily of like this and anger management and that stuff. As, right, but I don't know how many other comedies he's done this. either. Um, you know, not well, many. but then, you know, he also, for his credit, has done a couple of, you know, romantic comedies mm-hmm. with like As Good As It Gets and um, yeah. what's the other one? It's like a Bouch Schmidt is in there. Yeah. That sort of late stage stuff. 
terms I mean, of endearments. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I mean, purely as a purely comedic actor, Jack Nicholson's probably definitely not on people's radar. So I'd say underrated. I mean, just looking at this, this is the top four movies he's known for. Chinatown, as good as it gets, The Departed, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. There may not be a more diverse actor. Like, I mean, that's insane range. He's in Tommy. What? Tommy, the pinball movie. Yeah, the Who, oh, the Who movie. Oh, wow. Okay. I he mean, yeah. A- I mean, you could list all his movies forever and ever and ever, and it's, uh, you know, one after the other, like classics or high-profile roles, as good as – or not as good as it gets. A Few Good Men, The Shining, Hoffa. Like, you just go on and on. He was on. the first one to define what the Joker was on screen. The Joker. I oh, mean, yeah, that's a comedic role, I guess. Yeah. Technically. He's I'll an, say – He's an easy rider. Yes. Easy rider. Yep. One of my favorite college watches ever. I think that might have been the first movie we had to watch in Bacher's class. Like, we had that list of movies that we were supposed to watch every weekend. I think it was either that or, like, Sophie's Choice. It was It was on. It was that same year. It was our senior year, though. It wasn't our freshman year. No, it was. I remember our very first film and video aesthetics was class it? that he taught. It he gave us a Easy list Rider. of movies we were supposed to watch one every week, and Easy Rider was, like, the second movie. Easy Rider was one yeah. of them. He's in shit back into the 50s. Yeah. Well, yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Boom. The original. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a little shop of horrors. Yeah, it's the original though. There's, there's, there's two little shop of horrors that are made pretty close to each other. The one with Rick Moranis is in the '80s. That's the better one. Yeah, underrated. Andy Griffith as a uh, comedic actor, fairly rated otherwise. All right, underrated. Uh, Zach, how you feel? Is it underrated? Underrated. (laughs) Underrated. Your boy. Um. So recently, there's a guy, the, there's a musician I listen to. His name's Amigo the Devil. It's like kind of dark folk alternative. Yeah. And he did a, he released a song called Delilah, which was a cover of a Tom Jones song about a guy that murders his wife when he finds out she cheated on him. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's so, the Amigo the Devil song was so dark. And I was like, it's a Tom Jones, Jones cover. Song? And the Tom Jones one, like the Oh Wapter, I Hector. Well no, like <laughs> the 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 verses are very like dun 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 uh, and then the chorus is like my my Delilah like it's wow. like some corny Buco de Peppo sounding shit. <laughs> but I was just like the All man's right. a legend and Thunderball, I mean I mean he's a legend. He, he's a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. In a fun cameo. He never takes himself too seriously. Like, to start singing to the birds and shit, and the birds are, like, dancing and stuff at the end of the movie. I mean, that's... Like, he's like, I, I could fly it. Yeah, sure. Like, what the fuck? Tom Jones. I just can't see Tom Jones or listen to Tom Jones without thinking of Carlton. And yeah. that alone makes Yeah, that makes you enough. smile. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. Mars Attacks. A great one. Do the voice again. What? Ack, 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 ack. <laughs> apparently they were going to give them subtitles and then Tim Burton's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And like the ack, ack, ack noise was just like, they wrote that in the script as a placeholder. And then like somebody read it and Tim Burton's like, yes, just let it be <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like love that. The most Burton decisions ever. He's like probably high, like sipping a cup of coffee and like, it's a, a small espresso in the corner. And he's yeah. like, just let them say ack, ack, ack. Well, you know, if you fuck with Burton, he's going to kick a hole in your wall with his steel-toed boot. That's true. That's size 12. Um, 
Justin. Yes. You don't have anything? I do have something. <gasps> okay. Go. Next week, we're watching Toy Story. Let's fucking go. I'm Mrs. We're going, Nesbitt. We're going back. <laughs> don't you see the hat? <laughs> the OG of Pixar. Numero uno. Ooh. We're going to do all kinds I'm of Pixar themed stuff. And yeah. And I haven't seen I haven't seen the first one in so long either. I haven't seen it in like a year. <laughs> I don't know whether to say what I want to say or save it for next week, but I'm going to say it real quick like a fun teaser leading into next week. So, recently this week, you know, Dr. Seuss got it. They also got fucking Mr. Potato Head. Oh yeah, they did. Mr. Potato Head, there will no longer be it'll just be non-binary Potato Head. But we are now our entire back catalog is on YouTube. Uh our entire back catalog Thanks, ranking. Uh, our entire back catalog is on podcasts. Um, so go consume. If um, you think somebody would enjoy the show, but they can't watch it live with us on Wednesdays, please tell them about the back catalog. Um, yeah, go check it out. Uh, just put in thoughts from the movies on YouTube or uh, wherever you're looking for your podcast. All right. Uh, Toy Story next week. We're from the Union Fitness Studios. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.